Um, you do a levels test. Check, check. All right. <clears throat> record, record, record. One, two, three. All right, here we go. Make sure I hit the right one this time. Yo, welcome to the Brass Exchange Podcast. I'm your guy, Big Blake Huffington. Hey, baby. And I'm here with my co-host, El Jefe, El Presidente, El Fuego, your homeboy and mine, CJ the General. Be sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Bratz All Area. Check us out on the web at www.bratzallarea.com. Subscribe and listen at anchor.fm forward slash Bratz All Area or on Google Podcasts, Radio Public, Breaker, Pocket Cast, and Spotify. Support us for as little as $1 to help cover the cost of producing this show and to help us to continue to bring you good content. Warning. Although it is not our intention, content on this podcast might just offend you. Don't worry. There's always tomorrow. There's always tomorrow. If you have any podcast topics you'd like us to discuss, drop us an email at podcast at bratsallarea.com. The Bratsall Area Reunion, June 22nd through the 26th. And the pre-union, don't forget about it, June 18th through the 21st in Orlando, Florida. Brats and Bratettes, we'd like to thank you for your support. Do remember, this podcast is an extension of the Facebook group and the WBRAT radio shows hosted by DJ EZG on MixLR.com. Log on Tuesdays and Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time to hear DJ J. Millie, DJ Sean Blue, and the one and only DJ EZG. Reminder, this is not the Facebook group. Reminder, this is not the radio show. So we're a little more wild than those platforms allow us to be. And every once in a while, we might drop the towel and show our asses. No worries, though. I moisturize. <laughs> you, you done messing with your mic? I turned it off. Oh, okay. You got a switch on your mic? Yep. That must be nice. Bratz Exchange Podcast, episode 25. Episode Two, 25. Five. We're a nickel. I know, we're, we're a quarter. Damn, a nickel, bro. You devaluing yourself. My fault. A nickel. No, nah, I'm not a nickel, my G. So, episode 25, uh, Brass Exchange Podcast. Is, that means we've been doing this for at least 25 weeks. Jeez. Uh, that's Damn. half a year. For real, bro? I think so. Right? 52 God, weeks in a year. So, 25 yeah, it's twice 50, is 50. It's 52, it's 52 uh, weeks in a year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, 25 is about half of Damn. that. You know, one shy of half. So, yeah. It's been half a year. Um... It's good, I guess. I don't know. I bought this new mic. I'm not crazy about it. Spent a lot of money on it, and I'm not crazy about it. Um, <clears throat> it just seemed like the mic I had before was a little bit. Um, what do I want to use? What do I want to say? Uh, uh, dummy proof, I guess. Uh-huh. So with this easier one, I, to work with. Not. It's not that it, uh, easier to work with, but I have now. I have to do more stuff on the back end mm. to get this one to sound. Like the other one? Like the other one. And I just keep looking back and forth like I should switch back. <laughs> However, I do know that this mic is a lot quieter, so my room can be a whole lot noisier, and right. this mic won't pick up that background. room noise. So so that's good. So, episode 25, Bratz, uh, Bratz, um, geez, Bratz All Area Reunion page, 9,813 members, 27 at the door for whatever reason. We go through this every week, 27 at the door. Last week, it was what, 30? I don't remember. Yeah, last week, we had about, yeah, about 30-something. But mm. I went through. They got a, pe- a lot of people that just added themselves or they've been in on either 
over the weekend, so they have a couple days. Mm-hmm. I give them two weeks. Okay. And I go in and clean the house. Mm. Okay. So 27, yeah. 11 new, I guess, this week. Yeah. I guess, what was it, 98 something? I guess 9802 last week, yeah, I guess. Yeah, his numbers is going. You know where our numbers, we are, I'll add a lot of people, but I guess a lot of people are um, either removing themselves from the page. Sure, or Facebook why not? is, yeah, you're not, you're not, you know, you're not really in the group doing anything. You just look, you lose, so. Mm-hmm. It does. I mean, it is what it is. It's not a really to me. It's not about the numbers. We're trying to get activity. So, mm-hmm. mm. speaking of activity, uh, crazy week. Uh, we could talk about it, but I'm tired of talking about it. Um, man, I, I, I'm just. You just what? If you're talking about the Kobe situation, man, it's right. Yeah, that's my phone. I come out of church mm-hmm. and my phone. Instead of somebody saying exactly what the situation was, it just kept saying. Kobe, you know, WTH, Kobe, mm-hmm. oh my God, Kobe. They just said Kobe, Kobe, Kobe. So mm-hmm. I don't know exactly what's going on. And like I said, we just getting out of church. We're on our way to go get something to eat. And um, I'm really not paying attention to my, you know, my watch or my, I'm trying to focus in on the wife and, sure. you know, we just get out of service and all that stuff. So <clears throat> as soon as we, we get to the uh, restaurant, you know, I'm walking in, a gentleman's behind us. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, simultaneously, my wife, I'm like, damn, somebody keeps, you know, she's like, are you going to answer? I'm like, nah, I'll get it when I get to the restaurant, sit down at the table. Mm -hmm. She's like, "Um, what was it? I said something with Kobe. As soon as she opened her phone. Right. And the gentleman was opening the door for us, he was like, that's crazy, isn't it? Like, yeah, what? He's like, oh, my God, Kobe died. And she, same time that he was opening the door telling us, she was reading the same thing. They were saying at the same time, Kobe passed away in a helicopter accident right and i'm sitting here looking so i open my phone look and it's tmz now most people think tmz is um you know they they do a lot of they think that they do a lot of false um um news but actually Mm -hmm. tmz is one of the first people that be on the scenes and get their information out that's lately as of late of the last couple years they've been one of the more um reliable sources on information that comes out some people it'd be so crazy that some people don't believe it but it is it, it, when it comes out it is true like they'd be the first one to break the news but um yeah man it was crazy then my phone just kept blowing up um mm-hmm. the la la post you know new york times mm-hmm. espn it's just crazy man i just I, I i'm a huge kobe fan right and i was um the reason why it, it kind of bothered me it's like i always like to like it was a statement that you made a couple, you know, weeks ago. I like to see people win. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously he's winning. You know what I'm saying? But it was like um, people, and it goes back to that situation where we were talking about you as well. You know, if you if you sit down and you take a chance to uh, know the person or get a chance to have a, a decent conversation, sure. you know, it might change your perspective of what that person, you know, what you thought of that person. Right. And, me being a huge Kobe fan, I didn't like Kobe at first. You know, I grew up, I'm a Michael Jordan fan mm-hmm. through and through, but I'm a Kobe fan now because of how I did watch him grow in from, you know, being a little snotty-nosed kid, trying to, you know, just not respecting his elders as far as, you know, the protocol. You know how we grew up playing the, the game. Mm-hmm. But he did it for a reason. And if he would have did it any other way, he wouldn't be revered as one of the, the greats of all time. And this is a chance for him to give you know, the world a chance, if they wanted to, mm-hmm. you know, a chance for them to um, see who he really was as a person. And I believe 
that's what was happening. You know, the world was getting a chance to see not the basketball player Kobe, but the real life person Kobe. Mm-hmm. And you know, just got cut down too short. So, um, I guess uh, my my um, hmm. so I got the news, and I'm like, oh, strange um, that this happened. I didn't know if it was real or not, but I like I'm kind of like I'm slowly but surely removing myself away from sports in general because I just I don't like the direction that it's taking. Mm. So I wasn't I wasn't like a Kobe fan. Right. When I got to Philadelphia, he was already um in LA. LA. So yeah, he was LA. Right. And I had home, left but he wasn't yeah, he couldn't stay. <laughs> so I left LA, but even when I was in LA, I wasn't like a huge Kobe fan. I was a Jordan fan and I, and for all his greatness, like I never uh let me see what what sport I want to use. I never really chased his stardom. So I mm-hmm. never, you know, I was never really concerned about, oh, what Kobe's doing or, you know, I never right. shot a piece of paper in the trash and said Kobe or never shot right, a right, shot right, and said right. Kobe. Right. Yeah, that wasn't me. You're a Jordan guy. Right. You're a Jordan era guy. So for no we yeah. And it wasn't like I didn't like him. I just didn't, okay, he plays. So when I got right. to Philadelphia, it was AI. You Almost know what I mean? So even when I was here, I wasn't really into, like, I'm a sports fan. I'm not a sports fanatic. Right. So my whole outlook on things are different. So I get all of these messages, and I know it sounds cold-hearted, but I'm like, for instance, my brother texts me, oh, man, that's crazy. I'm I'm all broken up. And so my response was, and not just being an asshole, I'm just saying, why? Did you know him? Mm. And my brother is like, oh, you, you're an asshole. And I'm like, no, not really. Like, what? So my question would be to my brother, what has he done that influenced your life so much that you are brokenhearted that he crashed in a helicopter accident. Right. He couldn't answer me. And so when he couldn't answer me, I think his feelings changed, I guess, a little bit. Mm. Because I think, I th- here's what I think, and I already know that's that... Authentic. That's authentic. That's, that's a great question. What? That's a, that is an, I mean, to me, that question, how you pose the question, and I, I don't take it as you being an asshole when mm-hmm. you pose that question, mm-hmm. but, <clears throat> excuse me, that's a great question for you to... Um, when someone when they're going through that situation that and if they and if Kobe did do something they should be able to like off top right. of their head be able to tell you like this is what he did for me sure you know what i'm saying sure right i just think i think that's a um and i know that i don't have it i think that's a learned behavior i mean it's empathy mm. of course but i also think that we as people take empathy too far right so th- this happened sunday there are people who are still broken up today, even though it's only, you know, Wednesday, Thursday. Mm-hmm. There's still people who are mourning, like, as if this was their brother or mm-hmm. if this was their uncle, cousin, or father. Like, they never met this guy. Right. I don't see that... Imp- I don't see him having that impact on just, like, the average Joe. The way that right. I feel... The way that I'm seeing these outpours of sympathy. And I know that I have a problem with being empathetic. I There's no question about that. But okay, when, let me ask you this question. I'm gonna sure. Put it on you. Mm-hmm. How did you feel? <clears throat> How did you feel about Nipsey? The kind of the same way. I didn't know. Here's the weird yeah. thing. Here's the here's the weird thing about that. Just the year prior, we went to the marathon exactly. store, and and you know who he is. That, that's why I asked that right. question because to me, Nipsey's probably a little a little bit more closer, and, and maybe that's not. He's the right more connected. Word to say. He's more connected it, to you. Yeah, right. I'm talking about for, not just to the to the you know around. I'm talking about to you, okay? Because because of how who he is, you know right. what I'm saying? 
So I, that's why I would ask that question. Like, how do you feel when that happened? So for people listening and who don't know my history, I, I, I lived right around the corner from the marathon. I lived on Slauson and La Brea. If you look at a map right now, you'll see that Slauson and La Brea is, and this is just to goes to show you how is that broke. The tar Pit La Brea? La Brea Tar Pits is on the same street, but mm-hmm. Slauson and La Brea is right on the edge of Los Angeles and Inglewood. Okay. So I lived in these apartments that were literally on top of a fucking gas station. So mm-hmm. we were dead broke. This was the hood hood. I got um, you. Uh, uh, Crenshaw and Slauson was two blocks uh, up from, from there. So I used to actually get my hair cut in a barbershop that's in the exact same little strip mall that the marathon stores in. Make a long story short, when we went back to LA, I took my wife to everywhere I lived. I just wanted to show her because a lot of people talk about coming from the dirt, but mm-hmm. they they really didn't. You know what I mean? They they didn't come from the dirt. They came from two parent households. They came from, you know, right. having, you know, photos of their childhood and shit like that. Like that's to me that's not from the dirt. Like I I'll be hard pressed to find photos of me as a kid. Or even, you know, video. I don't, we were so broke, we didn't have that. You know what I'm saying? So for right. me, that's considered coming from the dirt. Like when you you don't get anything for Christmas and you got family who can't provide because they don't have anything, that's right. from the dirt. A lot of this, oh, I'm from the dirt bullshit is simply that bullshit. So anyway, I took her to everywhere that I lived in Los Angeles. I said, you see here? I said, you know, this is where, <laughs> this is where we used to get woken up all night because cars are coming into the gas station, getting gas, and there might be a shootout, you know, or, you know, something might be going on here that'll interrupt our sleep. You see here, this is where Rerun from What's Happening used to buy his drugs from, from the get, from the car wash that we live right next to that was right across the street from the morgue. Took her up to um, Compton. I said, you see here, this is, I took her to all the places and I said, this is where I'm from. Right. So when you, um, when you sense this rawness and this, I don't want to call it anger, but when you when you when you have questions about why I feel the way I feel about certain things, this is why. Your environment did you right. Did the you environment got the better part of me for the better part of my life, and so even though I separated myself and rose way way above it, this is still embedded in me. Can't right. you can't take it out. Right. So I took her to the marathon. Uh, I knew he was there because his um, his uh, Maybach was in the parking lot. But I'm not starstruck about anybody. I said, you know, we hung around a little bit longer than we would normally, mm-hmm. hoping that, you know, he would come through at least for her so that she could meet him. Because right. I, I, I could care less one way or the other. So on our way checking out, he comes out from the back. I guess he was with his photographer at the time. He dips out the store, goes into the next store, which I think is uh, either a hair salon or nail oh, salon, a hair salon or a nail salon. And she was like, oh, I want a picture with him. So I said, you know what? Here's what you do. Go into the salon and call him Nip. Don't call him Nipsey. If you call him Nipsey, he's going to know you don't know who he is. Yep, you'll know. Yeah, you're a tourist. Right. (laughs) So I said, call him Nip. She did. She did that. Came out, took the photo. He went on about his business, and we left. And that's when we went up to Compton. And I told her, I said, you know, he's too comfortable here. He's going to die here. And next year... The next year, he got shot and killed right in front. And I say that because no matter how well you're doing, you always have haters. Yep. Regardless Especially of how well you're doing. Well, in, your, in your vicinity. Right. I, that's a bad thing to say, but when you're 
<clears throat> excuse me, when you're doing that well, mm -hmm. I, I hate to say that, man. It's just like the world is a crazy place, but you would think that what, I mean, any any honorable person would say, you know what? He brought it back. Right. To but you you his, can't. His home. Yeah, I know. How I mean, many motherfuckers, hard. how many motherfuckers hated on you because your crossover was so tight? Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? I know. So for, for, for reasons less than anything else, they would hate because like, yo, I can't stand that motherfucker because, you know, his handles are fucking A1. Right. And, and that's like, are you serious? Like, really? Like, all you got to do is maybe practice and you can get uh, there too. Thank you. I mean, exactly. And you knew we were, I was in the gym. Like, right. I, that's me. I'm just a gym rat. Right. You know what I'm saying? So there's a reason why it was like that. And, but yeah. And it so made, it made a difference. Of course it made a difference. And, <clears throat> and so for me, I was like, damn, it's unfortunate that it happened. But you could, like, that's people, there's no respect for the shit that you do mm. or the shit that you're doing or the stuff that you might have in the pipeline. Right. So somebody with a lot less will come along and just be like, you know what? Fuck him. Boom. Let's get rid of him. Yep. And it doesn't make a lot of sense. And so um, I, I felt, I don't know how I felt about Nipsey. I wasn't broken up, but I was like, that's a shame because he was transforming that whole neighborhood from Crenshaw back. Right. You know what I mean? Like he had bought the strip mall. He was, you know, upgrading the store. He was making it possible for other black entrepreneurs to have businesses there when it used to be desolate. You understand what I'm right, saying? Right. So that was um, a shame. Now, Kobe, my opinion is, and I don't know much about him because, like I said, I didn't follow him. I don't think he began, became, I, I, but I don't know, but I don't think he became a man of the people until he finished basketball. Toward, and as the, I, me following him, mm -hmm. he didn't start becoming the man. The, <clears throat> excuse me. So... I'll make this story as short as possible. Sure. But when Shaq was there, Shaq, Shaq was Shaq, Shaq a Claus. Mm -hmm. And then I heard um, Stephen A. Smith. I heard the story before, but Stephen A. Smith just recently um, retold it. And he right. was talking about, you know, there was people that really wanted to do bodily harm to Kobe. Right. Because um, him having the, the, the ruffle, the feathers, and getting Shaq removed from mm -hmm. um, L.A., because right. Shaq did so much for the people right. in LA. You know what I'm saying? Like he was doing all, you know, you know how Shaq is. Right. So um all the stories that you heard about Kobe, Kobe even tell you himself, you know what I'm saying? I was focused. Mm -hmm. If that's the, if that is the word that he wants to use, he was focused. He wasn't focused on anything else but trying to be the greatest basketball player he could be. Right. You know, trying to chase Michael Jordan or whatever the case might be. Now, <clears throat> upon having his daughter, I heard this from several people. You know, I have people that are um, connected, you mm -hmm. know, whatever. And you, I used to hear the stories like, yo, how, how is Kobe? You know, one of my um, good friends was a defensive stopper, and that's what his job was literally to do was mm -hmm. every time they played, he had to play. He had to guard Kobe. He was like, yo, Kobe, you know, stone cold killer on the court. Like, right. there, if you, if you, and you know, because you are, you play ball, you've been, you played against in high levels, and, mm -hmm. and he would tell stories like, yo, just, you don't talk to Kobe. You don't, you don't, I mean, you play him as hard as possible. You don't give him anything easy because if you give him anything easy, it's going to lead to, you know, a long night. Right. It's going to be a long night regardless, but it's going to be even longer. longer. So right. once um, they, they all, I mean, like I said, several people that I know that played in the league will tell you this story and it, and it, and it made sense. 
they said, and I don't think that they all knew it was from his daughter, mm-hmm. but one one part of the, the, the um, when he had his daughter, I'm not exactly sure what, what year that was, but they his said- His oldest he, one? Yeah, his oldest. Because she's like, what, 17, 18 she's now? 17, okay. right. So at that time, when he was, but it even wasn't like right at when she was born, but right, right around that time, when her, the next three to four or five years or whatever- mm-hmm. They sensed a little different, a little softer Kobe. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He was more approachable. He was more engaging. He was hanging out more. He's doing a whole lot of different things. You know, and to me, that might have also been the time that he had a chance to, you know, reconcile from all the crap that happened to him prior to that mm-hmm. and getting back with his wife. So a lot of things could have trans, you know, made that transition for him. Right. But they all kind of said it was around the time that he had his daughter, you know, his first daughter. Right. And things started happening. So fast forward, um, him being a little bit more engaging, people starting to be able, you know, he's more approachable. People are starting to um, be able to approach him and talk to him and say things. Or more interviews are a little bit more charismatic and, right. you know, chill, other than that stone cold killer he was. And then he kind of won back the uh that that admiration that he had lost mm-hmm. when Shaq left and then they won those titles which damn sure you know put him back in right. uh the limelight for LA right. you know what i'm saying so mm-hmm. that that was the that was the thing that to me like i said it was a chance for the people to actually start to get to know him and right you know as he's starting to blossom into his second you know career or whatever you want to call it mm-hmm. after basketball you know this happens so right so um also people might not know that like i i was like yo it's unfortunate it was, and my guy just happened to be out there at the grammy so i text him like yo did you hear this i didn't know mm-hmm. he was there right. um so i was like yeah he was like yo i'm out here blah 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 I was like oh i said right. um his daughters too and uh, he hit me back, and he was like, "I don't know. I'm waiting on phone calls." <laughs> so between the time that I had talked to him and you know other news that come out, we found it was only like one daughter, but then there were like seven the other, other people. Yeah, the and I'm just like, I'm just like, I, I get. And this is part of this is part of my issue with. I don't have an issue with what's going on, but a lot of people don't. Need, it's almost like they don't even care about the other people who were on the, right, the helicopter, right? Because right. they really, they rarely even talk about them. So talk about them. It's all Kobe, and they try. Some people try to um, give give them their their mm-hmm. just due. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I don't. Right. I don't, I don't want to sound like a like disrespectful. I don't know the right words to say, but no, that no, that give them their give them their just uh, to acknowledge them. Yeah, their acknowledgement. Yeah. Thank you. That's a good word. Their acknowledgement on you know what happened. We had a, I had a conversation, man. I know we said we weren't gonna keep talking about it, but we had mm-hmm. I had a conversation with one of my boys that I went to high school with this morning. He's right. a twenty plus year um, vet in the military, and mm-hmm. he, um, he jumps out of airplanes. That's what he did at Fort Bragg forever. Like that's his job. And the thing that he called me, he called me this morning. We were rapping real quick, and he was like, "Corey, I just I don't understand it. I don't understand why, if all the helicopters in that surrounding area from." Mm-hmm. From you know the medical um, mm-hmm. first responders, the um, I don't know what y'all call them. What y'all call them in uh, L.A. The uh, police that go up in the the uh, cherries or whatever y'all call them. I forgot the name. What y'all call it? My wife was telling me the name. The what? The but ghetto the, birds. The police helicopters. Right, right, right. So I can't think of it right now because I'm trying to keep my focus on something else. But go ahead. Got you. Police responders, mm-hmm. helicopters, they were all, all grounded. That stuff, right, right. Are all grounded. Right. Why is this one going up? 
You know what I'm saying? Like he's like, yo, man, we jump out of airplanes, and it could, it could be, you know, a slight little, um, you mm-hmm. know, either downpour or foggy day, and it got burned off by the sun earlier, mm-hmm. and they'll shut everything down. Right. Yep, we'll just do it another day. Right. You know what I'm saying? So his thing was, you know, Kobe may have just flexed on the dude, like, yo, man, we gotta get, we gotta get up there. Mm. I, I, you know what I'm saying? I'm not gonna take this hour and a half ride when it's only gonna take me 15 minutes in the in the helicopter. Well, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know what you're saying. And, so, um, yeah, uh, that's tough, and I'll tell you why. Because um, a lot of people may not know, I have a FAA pilot's license for right. small unmanned aerial aerial vehicles. So, part of my testing was to understand weather and the effects that different clouds have on your machinery and stuff like this. So, of course, when this happened, I did a deep dive because I'm like, let me just check a couple of things. Let me check a couple of things to see what was going on. So I don't know mm-hmm. where they came from. And they came from um Orange County. So well, so where they coming from his home? Yes. So that's in uh that's down uh damn, where's he from? So anyway, from, he, anyway, that's Orange County going to Calabasas. Right, that's further south. Um damn, where's he from? I can't think of the uh Isn't Calabasas going north? Right, but his home okay. is about South, I got you. Yeah, it's home is south. I, I flew out. I think I well, my wife flew out of Orange County, but yeah, I, I was yeah, got you. I'm so, um, I'm, it's gonna bother me that I don't know the name of the city that he lives in, but he lived in that city for about 15 years. So there's mm. a before, before he had his, like two homes. I know what you're talking about. I'm gonna look it up. Go ahead. Right. So he um he he actually flew very often from home to practice, practice. games, blah blah blah, yep. whatever. Mm-hmm. So he, mm-hmm. he he um. He would fly from home to practice, and then if there was a game later, he would stay at the hotel next across the street from the Staples Center. He had exactly. to deal with them. They'd be like, yo, I'm going to be over here to the game, and then I'll fly home either later that night or the next day. Or, or take yeah, or take the Sprinter or whatever. Right. right. But, mm-hmm. but you got to realize where he lived from the Staples Center was about a 90-minute drive. Right. So yep. it wasn't like that's why and he that's got hopefully. the helicopter. That's well, why he got the helicopter. There's a misunderstanding with this, too. He didn't own a helicopter. Yeah, it was Nike's. It wasn't Nike's. It wasn't. No, see, there's that's see that's the that's part of the that's part of the stuff that uh, upsets me as well because people don't do enough. They don't do enough research for themselves. Mm. So this was a private company that owned okay. these helicopters. So what he would do was he would call you know the company, the company would send the helicopter to wherever, you know, drop him off and then pick him up or whatever. So it, it was like him calling an Uber. But only mm. for helicopters. Got so, you. so that's the first misunderstandings that people think he owned this helicopter. He didn't own it because you know they were talking. I saw. I, I found an interview with a guy who used to pilot him sometimes from A to B and then from B back to A. Mm-hmm. Newport Coast. Newport. Yeah. Right? Uh, Newport Beach, maybe. Newport. Newport Coast, California. Yeah. Some somewhere like that. Somewhere I south. Got you, but further south. So um. So basically, what the guys said what happened was, and he flew him as recently as like 2015, which is not that long ago. Right when he was uh, playing, when he was playing, and this guy had retired. This former hel- this former pilot retired. So he said, you know, Kobe would call up, and a lot of times this guy would fly him because he was most familiar with the machinery, mm-hmm. this type of helicopter, which was really large, could carry um, eight passengers in the back, one in the front with the pot. So, nine, ten total. Um, he said Kobe would call, 
they would go pick him up, drop him off, and then, you know, he'd call when he was ready. And, you know, it was just that. It was kind of like a cab service. So with me knowing what I know about being a small, unmanned um, aerial vehicle pilot. Right, license. I went and I looked up what the weather was in that area. Because weather changes all the time. Mm -hmm. And you can call and find out the weather. You know, you can call, you can... um, you can find out what the weather is near a certain airport or whatever. They have right. services for that. So basically what I found out was that wherever they left from, the weather was different from what it Where was in Calabasas. Mm. So what I assume happened, this is just my guess, what I assume happened is when he came over the mountains to Calabasas, the weather was like, oh shit, like what is this? Eyewitnesses say that the helicopter was like really low, really low. Mm-hmm. Like some, there was a sound engineer who got interviewed who said he thought the helicopter was about 150. Right ab- yeah, above his head. Uh, and, and 150 feet is not a lot. It's not at all. Listen, I my house just so happens to be across the street from a hospital that has a heliport, mm-hmm. a helipad like right damn near across the street from my house. Now helicopters don't, go every day, but when one does, you feel like it's going to land on your house. Right. So, right. and these are these are not big helicopters like this one was. Right. So this sound engineer says, I felt like the helicopter was about 150 feet above my head, and this is why his story is so credible to me. He said, I couldn't, it was so foggy that I couldn't see it. Mm. But it wasn't so close that there was rotor wash. That's all the, you know, wind blowing yeah. underneath yep. it. So he says, and it was moving very slow as if he was looking for somewhere to land, like in mm. an emergency. He said, this happened, and then about 25 seconds later, he just heard the helicopter hit the mountain. Boom, and that was it. Like, there was no explosion. There was no, like, he just heard right. the thump. The rotor stopped, and that was it. He said that, um, and I said, well, damn. Then next, what did I do? I went and I looked at a VFR map, which is a visual, a visual flight rules map. I looked at how high the mountains were, how high this dude thought he was, and I was like, he was doomed from the beginning, right. like to crash, because he didn't just get above that mountain, up above that um cloud cover. Yeah, or the well, cloud yeah, cover. I mean, yeah. the first question that I had is why didn't he just elevate the, I, I said and just go straight thing, up just to bro, get out? I said the same thing this morning to my boy. So here's, and I'll tell you why though, and there is some issues with that too. Van Nuys Airport is really close to there. Mm-hmm. So different, um, uh, how do I explain this to people so that Let they understand? Let me ask you this real quick. Yeah. So on the, <clears throat> what I do know, and you can either confirm or deny, but mm-hmm. tell me whether or not, um, when you when you are doing your, before, like, and you said it earlier, but when you're doing the, um, your flight pattern. Right. You normally have, you normally check the weather prior. They say weather is always the key to everything. You know, right. even like you said today, the weather could be something today and it can mm-hmm. switch tomorrow and it can change everything. Mm-hmm. What I was paying attention to and I was also talking to my guy, like I said this morning, he was like, yo, there's a, um, they give you a route. Right. Right. That you take. Mm-hmm. And with, with this particular uh, pilot, he was certified on, not, uh, maybe that's the wrong word, but he knew how to navigate manually, and he also was probably using the GPS system that they said that they allowed him to use 
to give him an alternate route because he was circling because mm-hmm. he was circling for like 12 to 15 minutes, they said. He was in a holding pattern. His, right. Huh? He was in a holding pattern. Yeah, where he was waiting on the route to clear up for them to give him that the clearance to go, to, uh, I guess, a different route. Um. All right, so there are two types of flights, VFR and IFR. VFR, visual flight rule, means that you're using your eyes. Mm-hmm. IFR is instrument flight. Yes, means you're using exactly. your instruments. Exactly. So this guy, and and when I watched something today, it explained it very clearly and precise. He said most helicopter pilots are not flying with their instruments, mm. even though they've been trained on doing it, on, right. on being able to do it. They don't do it very often because just the nature of their flight. They don't need to. They're right. in airspace. He was, following the, he was following the highway. I mean, at right. the beginning. Right. So what happens, he was coming up the 1 or the 101 or something like that and was going to cross mm-hmm. over and then take something somewhere else. So, right. But listen to listen to this. So his his route brings him up. I think it was the 1 or the 101. He gets to a point where I guess he has to cross over the crossover and wait for his area to be clear. The reason why is because there are a couple airports that are like right there. Right, right. So right. you're in, flight, you're you're in just the, I mean, in a yeah. I think you're in, in the cla- way of the other hair, the airplanes, right? Flight. So I think um, you're in Class G airspace where he was. I think it was Class G, which means that um, you you shouldn't be there unless you've notified the tower or whatever. Mm. So the tower can tell you what to do, or you can enter, or no, you can't enter. You have to wait. Blah blah blah. So one hundred and one, he would have been trying to come up the one hundred and one. Okay. So when he comes up the 101, they put him in a holding pattern for about 15, I heard that, about 15 minutes till they tell him it's okay to cross over. When he crosses over is when he hits this weather. Mm. So I was here's where I was confused. If you come over into the weather, why not back back out of it? Well, I don't know if you could back back out. Well, you know what However, I mean, like- Contact the tower again, and I think I think I think there was communication with the tower about the weather, mm. and I think that I'm just I'm just guessing because I, I watched so much over the last couple of days. I think the uh, <clears throat> I think there was instruction where he was asking for help, but because he was so low, mm. he couldn't get help yep, because they, they can't see, see him on the radar. Right. So the so. My opinion is, and I know this is unpopular, very unpopular. I think it was pilot arrogance and ignorance that this happened. Mm. And if we, if if Kobe's the good guy that we think he is, do you think? And this is just playing devil's advocate. If we right. think he's a good guy, would he not only endanger himself but the other seven people? Right. In this situation, especially he's flying the helicopters long enough to know, like yo. This weather is kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. Maybe we shouldn't be risking it. Right. And so today... Or did, or, he, or did he flex and say, you know what, man? Just push through. I don't know. Right. Have you... Ha- uh, <clears throat> you ever been in a rainstorm? Yes, bro. You can't see five feet in yep. front of you? Yep. Have you ever told yourself, I'm going to just push through? Nah, bro. I pulled my ass right. Finally, I got to... If I could get to the next bridge, or if there was a bridge or right. something, you know, overpass, i try to get right. there. If not... So Bruh, that's what I think. On. Yeah. So I feel definitely. like if I can't do it, I'm not going to allow someone else, else to do it. it. Yeah, because I'm not going to try to hurt myself. I'm not going to let nobody else hurt me. I right. I'm trying to hurt myself. 
and so today or yesterday they say, oh well, the unfortunate part is he was only twenty feet from clearing that mountain, mm. twenty to thirty feet from clearing it, and I'm just like, well, ain't that some shit? But I'm also like, bro, back to my original point, why not just elevate to an altitude where you're out of the cloud ceiling? So that was gonna be my question mm-hmm. that I that I couldn't ask. Mm-hmm. Is it the fact that those um, the helicopter? How high can the helicopter go? Well, let me finish the statement, and then you can you you can see if your question is relevant. Okay. So, airplanes only fly via instruments, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, helicopters fly visual. So, what I said to myself was, I don't know <clears throat> how big. And how big that cloud was. But listen to the rule. This is what the rules say, if I remember correctly. For VFR, you have to be, you have to have visual. You have to have a three-mile line of sight okay, in all directions. And you have to stay, is it, uh, I can't remember how. Is it 1,000 feet from, you have to stay 1,000 feet away from a cloud or something. I can't remember exactly what the numbers are. Mm-hmm. But the rules state explicitly, stay the fuck away from clouds. <laughs> right when you're In flying, VF, when you're flying, flying. V, when you're flying visual. Okay. <clears throat> if you're flying instruments, you're fine. Right. Because when you're flying instrument, you have yeah. the tower to help you to let right. you know the now tower is kind of like guiding you. Yeah. When you're flying, all that. Yeah. When you're flying visual, you don't have that help from the tower to say, you know, watch out, there's something coming or blah blah blah. So. I'm just going to assume that he didn't get to an altitude above the clouds because that would have put him in danger of having an accident with an airplane. Mm. You understand what I'm saying? Because yeah. of where he was. Where he was at. Right. right. And, so, Because if you're not, and in people that are not familiar with L.A., there's, I know five, there's Van Nuys, there's... Mm-hmm. Orange um, County. Ontario. Right. Orange County, LAX. Mm-hmm. Um, did I miss one? Well, there are two airports, Van Nuys and, uh, I can't think of, there's another airport that's really close to Van Nuys. They're very close to each other. Right. So, um, what's the Bob Hope one? Um, that's the name of it. Bob Hope? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's but, in, um, damn, I just flew That's out like here. on the other side of Hollywood, right? Yep. On the it's, other sure, it's right down yeah. there. But anyways, yeah. So uh, I said that to say there's a whole bunch of airports in that small, that was mm-hmm. not a small area, but mm-hmm. major, and I, what we mean by major airports is major airlines and a lot of, tra- air, if you're ever in traffic. California or mm-hmm. whatever, you'll see a bunch of airplanes in the air because right. there's different airports in that mm-hmm. area, but go ahead. So it's, a, so it's a little scary, but that, but in that situation, I'm just like, I don't know, I don't know why the pilot just didn't hold steady. You understand what I'm saying? Right. Be- because of this, like, I would be, aff- like, listen, it happens with rain, it happens with snow, and sometimes it happens with fog. You can't see to the front of your car. Yeah, most definitely. And then when that's, you're on pins and needles when that's the case. And you don't even know, yep, and you don't have a clue of what's in front of you. I can't imagine trying to dodge to mountains. Is, like you said, stop. <laughs> Just stop. I can't Ooh. imagine trying to dodge mountains in mm-hmm. that type of weather. And you can't see them in front of you. I was in, um... I was in, I don't I guess it's uh, like L.A. L.A. is southern. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, San Fran and Oakland is northern mm-hmm. of that, correct? Mm-hmm. Okay, so we were in, um, when I was in the military, we had an exercise out that way. We were in some area, mm-hmm. and we were up in some hills. And right. I literally, bro, we were when we would go into, like, Oakland or going to San Francisco, we were literally in the clouds. When right. we were coming out, we were coming, you know, coming down these hills. Right. We were literally in the clouds. Right. It wasn't fog. It was clouds. And I was like, damn. I'm going to send you this, this photo crazy. right now of the image that I used for my other podcast. And it's of the uh, Golden Gate Bridge hmm. in cloud cover. Oh, yeah. most Yep. And if you've ever been across that, that must be. And so you'd be all like. All the way down to the road. You'll be like, hell nah. And I'm like, and this is mu- this must have been what the pilot was in. Yeah. When this, when, oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. It, that's it. And it and it and it's that thick. Like you like right. when you if you've ever flown and you've gone through the uh you know, the takeoff and you like going through those cottony clouds mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the craziest thing. You can't see nothing. Right. You're like, how the hell? I hope ain't no another plane coming through here. So it's stuff like, like we can't see nothing. The irony is, you know, I wish they would have kept the information that he was just twenty feet from clearing the mountain to themselves. Because hmm. that only adds additional pain. Oh, it just the, kept getting worse, man. Yeah. And, First and was Kobe. Then they Kobe said... Kobe and Rick Fox. Kobe yeah, and yeah, his daughter. We knew it wasn't Rick Fox. Yeah. Uh, Rick Fox got on Twitter, I think, and said, yo. Yeah, me. yeah, yeah. Um, I saw that. And then, it's, then it was the other family members. Like I said, it just kept getting worse. So basically what the uh, FAA, or what the NTSB is saying is that uh, the helicopter was in one piece when it crashed, mm. and it broke apart falling when down the, the mountain. Mm. So yeah, I'm like, oh, that's tough, because that was a violent, violent death. They said the 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 plane or the helicopter hit at, at about 175 miles an hour going into the wall or going mm. into. The, um, I don't know. That was one of the reports that I heard. Yeah, I. I guess I don't know because it doesn't make yeah, sense with what the eyewitnesses yeah, were saying. If you went going that fast, that that uh, when you said what you said, like. It doesn't make sense because if you were if you were going that fast, you would have crashed. I mean, obviously you crashed, but it would have kind of especially the right the it would have crushed the it on helicopter. impact. Yeah, the the, the helicopter would have been crushed yeah, on impact, and right the NTSB impact. is saying that no, when it crashed, it was in one piece, mm-hmm. and as it Turned rolled down the mountain, it broke right. apart, and you know, all landed within a football field of you know area of debris, which is nuts. It's just strange, but that just means. Like, yo, they were conscious and got rolled around. Mm. I assume, I don't know. I've right. never been in a heli I've never been in a helicopter. So I've flown I've flown a couple times, I had some nice ass pictures I took from the helicopter where they had the door open and all of that. Right. Stuff. It was crazy. But um, you know, the in a couple of the the, the military helicopters. Right. And we only, you know, I was in Korea. We did it. We 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 landed on top of a mountain. Got mm-hmm. out. Took some pictures. It was crazy. But like I, it's it's just like you said, man. There's just so many questions that we probably we're not gonna get answers to. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There's no black box. We don't know what the communication was, or or like you said, maybe they need to before they put anything else out. They might need to, you know. Well, they um, released the um. They released the uh communication between him and the towers mm-hmm. where he got handed off you know from one tower to other because also people don't know that too you're you're uh communicating with different uh 
ATCs, air traffic controls, along mm-hmm. your route. So as you leave one jurisdiction, one you get area. passed off to the other. And uh, I don't know. It's, just, it's nuts. It's, it's crazy. And I think, um, I, I don't know. I think people, th- I think some people may be under the impression that these uh, machines that fly are, uh, I don't want to say. I think, I think people are under the impression that they're bulletproof. And they're not. Like airbags, you yeah. know, like cars have them. And yeah. Stuff. No, no. Well, I think that they think that these things are made of this heavy steel and, you know, oh, aluminum yeah. and stuff. It's fiberglass. like, yeah, fiberglass, fiberglass and being like, popping like a goddamn uh, soda can. Right. So that joint is literally just a housing to keep all the engine right. and shit covered up. And you're sitting in there and there's some insulation to keep the noise and the cold out. But other than that, you literally like in a tin can. That's the same thing right. with, you know, airplanes. And it's scary, but it is what it is. But one thing pissed me off the other day. I was walking into Chick-fil-A yesterday morning, and uh, I could hear the dude saying, oh, those are rich people problems. <laughs> and, I, you know, it took everything in me to just relax. And I know he didn't know shit about shit because I had on my um, Mamba Academy yeah, just, yeah, hoodie. Just ordered me one. And he didn't know. And, and I know either he knew or he didn't know. Right, but I looked at him like he's an asshole, mm. because it would have been rich people problems. It wouldn't have been rich people problems if your child was in one of these programs that he donated money to or something like right. that. So don't be an asshole. Just like yo, if you don't, if you didn't like him for whatever reason, keep it to yourself. You know, but just because he was able to, and I had to put an attorney in this place at the job too. He was like, oh well, what is he teaching his daughters? I said, what are you talking about? Wow. What is he teaching his daughters by flying a helicopter? Said that's all they know. Right. Th- that's not a bad thing. That's just the way yeah, that he gets around. That's how he grew up. Yeah. You just bought a, a S550. What are you teaching your daughter? Right. And then you got a BMW on top of that. You t- So what kind of question is you asking? Are you asking? What is he teaching his daughter? He's not teaching his daughter anything. He's teaching his daughter like, yo, this is the way we get from A to B because we can. Exactly. And if you don't think that's fair, then, you know, hand me over your check the next for the next 12 months. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? So I'm so real right. with it. It's painful to oh, some people yeah, when yeah, I repeat. Yeah, but, but you know what? It's the thing is, it's not even, you didn't even have to cuss them out. You didn't have Mm-mm. to bust them out or say nothing crazy. That's just real. Right. That is what it, that's just the realism about it. What is he teaching his daughters? That's just the way they yeah. live. That, what do you that's mean? Crazy. What do you, you know what I mean? I was just, and I felt some type of way about it both times when the mm-hmm. dude was like, that's rich people problems. And what is he teaching his daughter? First of all, you're a partner in a multi-million dollar law firm. Right. So your your pay scale and what is, your what your life what your life is like right. versus the right. seventy thousand dollar person or it's whatever. head and shoulders above right. almost everybody that works for you. You know what I mean? If they don't have stuff going on. On the other end, I know what right. y'all charge anywhere between five hundred and seven hundred fifty dollars an hour. Mm. So you should be ashamed of yourself when you say, "What is he teaching his kids?" Because you're at a level where a lot of people can't be at and will never be at in their entire lifetime. And then the guy who I guess he was the manager at Chick Fil A, I was upset with him because he should know better. He should be rooting for stories like that where. You know, a kid comes from the inner city or wherever he came from, speaks five or seven languages, right. can make it to the NBA, and then do right. all of these other things. Right. People are so jealous about others who are successful that it is alarming. 
I don't know where that comes from. Where does that gene come from? That's why sometimes... It started, I, it started way back when, bro. Mm. It started way back when, when they came across the, the waters over here. The, it's, the, the irony is both of these guys were black. Oh. Both of them. The black partner in the multi-million dollar law firm, the black manager at Chick-fil-A. So... We can't get ahead, man. But what is that? What is? What do you think that is? I, I mean, we spent the last forty minutes talking about the Kobe situation. But my question is, what do you think? Is that something that is just in our DNA? That 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 hate? Because it's, uh, it's about what to is say, it? Like, is it? Do? Oh my god! Like, are you? Man, I don't even know the right word. Are you envious? Are you hating? And you want to use the word hate? Like, what's the? It should. I, I try not to be a hater, man. Mm-hmm. I I don't think that I I I want like I have that bone in my body that wants to see everybody win. You right. know what I'm saying? Yep. I would I want to see because I know hopefully one day I will win. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? If I win, I'm putting everybody on that I could put on. You know what I'm saying? That I you, that's supposed to be put on. Mm-hmm. But I just can't see. Someone, especially in that, in that, and I'm gonna use those um, stories that you use as the examples. Like, mm-hmm. what is the purpose of that? You know what I'm saying? First of all, like, I, he used the talent that right. God gave him, or that he developed on his own. Oh, and I was about that was the next thing okay. out of my mouth, okay. bro. That because I'm not gonna attribute un- any success to any unknown forces. Okay, that's that's, well, that's that, all I'm gonna well, say. Well, well, unknown, unknown. Right, he is six seven, six eight. Mm-hmm. That's God given. I mean, that's whatever that's we genetic. want to call it. Genetic. Okay. Well, we'll say that. Okay. Right? Exactly. I know where you're going with that. So mm-hmm. we're gonna say he was blessed with all the physical, physical, be it DNA or however it was, mm-hmm. for him to do what he did. Now, there's a lot of people that are six six, six seven, or whatever can't can't play basketball to say they like. Right. Even if they were in the league. I mean, I I never knock anybody that's in the league because they all can play. But my sure. point is to play, to to compare what he is to, to what they are mm-hmm. is a is a vast difference. Now, if you know anything and you don't know anything about Kobe, you do know the stories that they tell about how he busted his ass every day, mm-hmm. every night, every chance he had a chance to be in a gym. He was a gym rat, worse than any gym rat that we probably know. Right. To be the best, to be the player that he is. Right. So, with all of that, why doesn't if you master something, for mm-hmm. instance, I and I, I I love, bro, I love the fact that I get a chance to talk with you about certain things because what I've what if they don't understand, I'm gonna use you as the example. Mm-hmm. You don't just do shit just to do it. Right. You picked up a camera. I remember when you picked up the camera. You're like, yo, I'm gonna take, I'm gonna take, start taking photography. Mm-hmm. Blah, blah blah blah. Like, all right, cool. Then you start. You know, though, look look at the pictures I did. Look, I'm in this magazine. I'm in that. Bob, mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You don't just do shit just to do it. Right. If you're going to do it, I'm going to be one of the best to do it. Then you were like, yo, man, I picked up, you know, um, um, drones. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, I got a couple of small drones. I just started flying them. And not to be that I'm trying to put all your business out, cause you, but you start doing, you know, professional mm-hmm. um videos for people using your drone. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Across and 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 
Grammy Award winning people, mm -hmm. you know, videos, the whole nine. Mm -hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you don't just do, if you're going to do something, you're going to you're gonna do it to the best of your ability. Right. And as you always say, the knowledge is out there. You just got to go seek it. it ain't, right. You know what I'm saying? A lot mm -hmm. of things you say, man, a lot of this stuff is free. I went and did it because I wanted to do, I wanted to be one of the best. And it right. wasn't like I had to go pay thousands of dollars or go to school to get it done. I did a lot of this on my own. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, Kobe... In the same light, you know what I'm saying? He was he was uh, uh, afforded the opportunity to make it to the NBA. He didn't just settle on being making it to the NBA. He wanted to be one of the best, so he busted his ass and right. did what he had to do to right. become one of the best. You know what I mean? So let's take uh uh I, I wanted to say something I forgot what it was. Oh oh um I had this talk with my wife the other day and I said uh somebody had invited us on their podcast. Right. Mm. And I think I may have talked about it last week and they may have listened to ours or then watched the video when it came out. And then they I think here's what I think happened. I could be totally wrong. I responded and said, yes, we'll do it. I think when we said that they did a little research on us, listened to the podcast, heard the audio quality, saw the video, you know, the first video we did kind of saw the video quality and, you know, how it right. was decent. It's not the right. best, but it's definitely not the worst. The audio quality, I think, is on point with, you know, some top podcast productions. So I think they saw that shit and got scared because they, they stopped responding. Mm. After after she sent me this big dossier of what, how to, you know, what, you know, her podcast yeah, did. So, you know, yeah, sent, yeah. Sent, sent, mm -hmm. sent the whole agenda. Like, we'll talk about this. This is the time we record. The same shit that I do. Right. Sent it to me and then just stopped communicating. For whatever reason, until I got to the point where I say, you know what, I can't wait for you to get back to me. We're no longer interested. Um, I say that to say this: when I do anything, if I'm gonna waste time, I'm gonna make sure that I turn the word "waste" into "spend." So if I'm gonna spend time, I'm going to do everything that I can to make it the best that I can make it. You understand what I'm saying? Like, so when and, I and, and, and let me let me just say that real mm -hmm. quick, and you do it. At the level that we're at right now, meaning we don't try to go. If you're learning how to buy, drive a car, you don't go and get you a Ferrari. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You start us off, and I'm, I'm using me, me mm -hmm. as an example, but you start us off at a level that we can handle. And right. then you're like, listen, man, I know we've started here, but I think we can go up two or three more levels. Right. Let's try it. Right. And then we try it. Right. And either it works or it doesn't work. Or exactly. if it works on one end and not the other, then we just we keep it that way the and basis. then I make it yeah. work. You yep, know, with exactly. the, so that's that's the thing. You know what I mean? Like I'm always like, okay, people they see the outcome, so like Kobe. They see the they see the outcome. They never see the work. So when I was shooting and retouching, they would see the picture, but they would never see me spend all day Sunday, all day Saturday, at my computer in my office perfecting retouching techniques, finding out, you know, how to best light a situation. Or, you know, what the best angles were, rule of thirds, or all this other shit that I taught myself. The information was there, but I taught myself. And then people wonder why when they show something that they think is good, and I look at it, and I say, you know what? I feel like I can do that same thing, only better. They don't know how to, I don't know how to respond to them. Because I feel like it's laziness. Mm. Because I feel like the information that I have gathered right. is out there and you can gather it too. You say it all the time. Mm -hmm. All and then 
not only that, but I just told you I'm here. I'm here if you need some kind of assistance where I could point you in the right direction. Mm-hmm. You said that a couple times. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why people feel like um, they feel, I don't know if it's threatened or... It could be intimidation. I'm intimidation. not like I'm not easily approachable, but I know that. Right, right. But it, sometimes you but sometimes you got to just take the chance. And if you say, you know what? Hey, I, I, I tried to holler at your boy about, you know, um, drones. Mm-hmm. And he just shut me down. All right, well, you, you got shut down. But most of the time, I don't think you're going to shut him down. You're going to try to yeah. make him do, you know, some kind of work on their own. And if they're really interested in it and they start talking the language that they need to talk, then mm-hmm. they'll probably be there to... It's interesting know, that you say it. that. Because I had one, one guy that I used to rent to at my studio. He also got a drone. So I took him out. I'm like, listen, I'm going to take you to my A1 spot in the city. Like, from this spot, you're going to be able to get some of the most epic video footage ever. It's going to take you from, like, zero to eight if you film it correctly. I'm going to take you there, but that's all I'm going to do. You got to do all the other shit on your own. So here's what happens when I take him there. Mm. He puts his drone in the air, and then he just flies as far away as he can. And I'm thinking to myself, like, yo thinking to myself like what are you doing and why are you doing that i just took you to the spot where you have the city you're in the heart of the city right with a piece of equipment that will that gives you the opportunity to film shit that no one else in the city can film because they don't know where we are right they don't and, know where the location is to and the first shot. thing that you do is put your shit in the air and send it as far away from this as possible let me tell you what happened with that. Okay, dude, fly your shit that way. I'm going to fly my shit this way, do this, capture this footage, and guess what happens? That footage turns into footage that I'm able to sell to a Grammy Award winning group to open up their summer tour for that year. So not only did I take you to a spot where I took you for free, I took you to a place where you could have potentially struck gold right because i did from that exact same spot on that exact on that exact same day that you were there with me mm. but you chose the road uh i don't know what to call it i chose the road where i saw a whole bunch of other things right and it, and it panned see, out for me they could yeah they couldn't see the same thing that you saw and i don't understand it but i know that approaching me is a little into i don't even but there should be no fear and when you want to be better, yeah, or when you want to do something to advance your, excuse me, advance your cause, there yeah. should be no fear in your heart exactly to approach anybody. Yep. Because to me, that is silly. To be afraid to approach somebody or to ask a question is only hurting you, right? Or only hurting your yourself or your advancement. So, like you said, yeah, I've, I've here's what happens a lot of times too. Somebody will ask a question, and they think. The answer is like A, B, C, one, two, three. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times it's never that. So it's never like, okay, do this and then your shit will be automatically like this, like ours. Right. It never works out that way. You have to spend a little bit more time. If it was that easy, everybody would be doing it. Exactly. If it was easy to be as good as Jordan, everybody would be Jordan. <laughs> if it was easy, if it was as easy to be Let's just say, uh, who do we have? Jimmy Butler. Everybody would be Jimmy Butler. Right. When he was here and, you know, I used to follow him, I used to see this motherfucker was working out all the time. 
gym. On vacation. Oh, we on vacation. Yeah, but motherfucker, you're going to get up at five and we're going to do this workout on the beach for two hours. Then we're going to have vacation. Then we're going to do another workout at the end of the day. I'm like, yo, this shit is dedication. Yeah. And a lot of people don't have it in them. They have, uh, I guess, just talent that they were gifted with or were able to, you know, uh, conjure up enough skill to make mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. to get a scholarship. And then in college, they got a little bit of structure. Better. Right. En- en- enough to get them to either the D League or the G League back then. And then, you know, able to sit at the far end of a bench in the league. But you need to have some drive too. Right. And some ambition. Right. And those things will carry you well a lot further than you could ever imagine. You know what I mean? I tell people all the time, I'm lazy. I get what I want to get, and then once I get it, I'm cool. I don't put a whole bunch of effort into, like, accumulating a lot of one thing. And that's bad. I know it's bad because I have the talent to do anything I want to, and I know that. Right. But I know that I'm lazy, too. But nobody could ever call me lazy because they've never seen me they don't know show yeah. up half assed. Right. You understand what I'm saying? Whenever I show yeah. up, it's like full on, all full. Yeah, it's all yeah, every all cards on you like, damn nigga, you got 13 spades. How am I supposed <laughs> to play against that? You understand what I'm saying? Right. So it's like Brooklyn. No, what do you call it? Boston. Yeah, it's a Boston. Yeah, they're like, Boston. damn, man, you get a Boston every hand. Well, I guess I if that's prepared, I'm just I just look at it like it's my hand. I don't think of it as a Boston, like, yo, right. If you put your mind to it, you could get a Boston every hand right. too. You know how to manipulate. That I, that's thing. what I tell my wife all the time. I said, "Yo, you got to change the." But the hardest thing to do is to change how you think and how you operate, Bruh, That was my my post. That mm. was my post today, man. Was Insanity, it? man. Mm. You don't change. You are gonna keep getting the same thing you've been getting. But it's hard. Yeah, because it is, man, that was that was the thing that I was telling you about last week. The question that I asked you is like, how do you stay? Or well, not last week or whenever. It was, yeah, yeah. The discipline thing. Of, Baby of steps. Making that change. Yeah. Baby steps. I've. Yep. I find somebody who's very successful at something that I may want to be successful at, and I find out what was the first thing that they did on that road to success, mm-hmm. and then I start doing that. Like the other day, I saw a report that says when you wake, what do you do when you first wake up in the morning? What do I do when I wake up? Yeah, I sit up in the bed. Mm-hmm. I just sit up for like three to five minutes, mm-hmm. kind of gather myself, and then do what? And go to the bathroom. Just you, just you don't pick up your phone or anything like that. Uh nah, I I for me I that's something I've been working on. Mm-hmm. Like I've been going to this therapist and she was like, "Yo, put the phone down. When you get in the bed, the bed is for two things, sleeping and sex." Mm-hmm. So kind of so I know where you're going with that, but yeah. Like yeah, So what to, I like, saw that, and I'd also mm-hmm. go back to what you were talking about how, you know, like if my phone goes off at like 9:30 unless you right. two to, or three people that need to have it, then yeah, I started to try to like you just said, mm-hmm. find somebody not to cut you off, but Find somebody that's doing something that's successful. Mm-hmm. If it's working for them, you could try it yourself right. and see if it works for you. So, but go ahead. And so I saw a report that says um, when you first wake up and the first thing you do is look at your phone, you've made a mistake. Your day is already mm-hmm. fucked. Right. Because you're already a slave to whatever is on that first screen of your phone, your notifications. Mm. So my thing was I wake up in the morning and then I grab my iPad and I go to the bathroom and I sit there and I play games. Mm. That could turn into fucking 45 minutes <laughs> just because I'm playing games. Right. So when I read that, I was like, you know what? And I do that even when I, you know, go to the bathroom during the day. I'll grab my iPad and go and that shit will turn into. 
And it's not social media because I'm, I'm not huge on social media. Right. Right. It's just my playing wife, my fucking wife, games. I know when you say games, because that's why I laugh, because my wife can be on that thing, mm-hmm. man, forever. And I'm just like, yo, oh, shit. It's, I'll go up at, let's say I come home, I get home, and dinner's usually ready at 5, so we eat at 5, 15. I go to the bathroom 5.30 and come out at 6.30. And I'm like, oh, mm. shit. I wasted an hour doing nothing. <laughs> Your so legs I, numb? <laughs> I, I don't know. Maybe the toilet is the right height. I don't know. Uh. So... But I, 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 when I read that, I was like, yo, that's very smart. So last couple of days, i just been waking up, going to the bathroom, getting business done, and then, you know, mm. taking a shower or whatever, and then going about my day and not looking at my phone till I got to work, which is, you know, I'm not a slave to my phone. I know that. I'm not a slave to anything. Right. So I know that. But I said, you know what? This It makes sense because let's just say, for instance, I picked up my phone. The first thing I saw was... uh. Uh, Kobe Bryant death dies a helicopter or crash. Well, shit, that's mm. fucked. That just fucked up my whole day. Right now, you gotta think about that. Now you or or dive right. in a little deeper to find out what you what what your mind is wondering. Kobe died. How he died? Right. He, and then is this true? Then you start diving in a little more and more and more and more. Yeah. As opposed to not looking at my phone, thinking about what I have to do for that day. Like you do, sit up and um, you know, just figure out. Okay, today I got to do X, Y, Z. Blah 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 blah. Right. Then I lay out my schedule in my head for the day and then look at my phone. And then I'm like, oh, that's unfortunate. But I got all this other shit to do. Yeah, I got, yep, I got you understand what I'm saying? Because I've already programmed myself to do these other things. This bad news is not going to stop me. But I I was trying to tell someone the other day, I said, I'm, I understand everything that you're saying, but I, I don't allow I don't allow people to transfer that energy. I, I, I'm good at blocking bad energy. Mm. And I don't allow people to transfer any of that bad energy onto me because that's exactly that's that's what it is. Mm-hmm. It's a transfer of energy, and if you don't believe that shit is real, just hang around somebody who's really happy, and then mm-hmm. leave them and hang around somebody who's really miserable. Right. And see how quickly your attitude about the situation right. changes. And so that's where I'm at with the whole you know, Kobe thing. Like it's unfortunate, but I'm tired of hearing about it. And I know it mm-hmm. might sound cold and callous, but I didn't know, dude. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I never, and I don't really know anybody who really knows him. Right. Um, the things that he done in life and all his successes, I can't say that they directly benefited me. Mm. Um, so my outlook on the situation is a little bit different. Right. Because there's um, nothing wrong with that. I mean, like I said you shouldn't have. You have you have respect for who he was and what mm-hmm. he did, and is and is. If that's if that's all you needed to, you know what I'm saying, for this particular situation to, I don't even want to call it mourning. I just mm-hmm. want to say your uh, acknowledgement of the situation, that should be enough. And the more I heard about well, it. Well yeah. more than enough. The more I heard about it, the you know, it made me more upset that they weren't mentioning the other people. Right. Because you like, oh, you, you devalue their situation. Everybody, right. And so what I did on my other podcast was I made it my business to read their names as well. Mm-hmm. Because I think that it's only fair. Yeah. Because if not, you're absolutely right. They they go almost. Uh, I don't want to say unnoticed, but it's like okay, this 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 star was so bright that it outshined everything that was around it, and that's unfair in a situation mm. like this. Mm-hmm. At least that's what I think. So that makes sense. I mm. agree. Mm-mm. So um, I have been sick. Oh, shit, what was it? Why break this into two? I have been sick the other um, like for a long time. I've been sick. 
Mm-hmm. So the other day I went to the uh, went to the. I said, let me figure out what's wrong with me. Let me ask this question: mm-hmm. Did you go or did your appointment come up? No, no, I went. No, my appo- okay. one of my appointments came up. Okay. So l- let me tell you what happened. What I did was I just sat with myself for about half an hour. Sat with myself and I kind of meditated, and I went through my from head to toe, and I said, "What's wrong with me?" I went from head to toe, like, "All right, I don't have a fever, I don't have headaches, cool eyes, they're just getting old, so I could see a vision doctor whenever. Ears a little itchy, nose not congested, but you know something's going on, throat fucked up, blah blah blah. So I did that through my whole body." Mm-hmm. Figured out where what was wrong or where it was at. Scheduled appointments for all special all those specialty doctors. First appointment, ear, nose, and throat, ENT. Go to this doctor. Uh, first time I see him. I've never been to an ENT doctor before, so I didn't know what to expect. Mm-hmm. Which is a little f- jacked up because he didn't tell me what I should expect. Mm. Anyway, make a long story short. This dude turns on this machine. Shoves it up my nose and says, "Oh, this is gonna taste nasty in the back of your throat." So he missed, missed, missed up my nose like some fucking industrial mist, right? And um, I'm just like, "Yo, what the fuck is this?" It was almost like abuse because he did it like so fast he wasn't giving me time to think about it. It, yeah, it was like he was like, "Oh, this is gonna." Then he fucking like throws a lollipop at me like, "Here, taste this." Uh, eat this, it's going to be nasty in the back of your I'm like, cool, all right, I don't know what it's... I'm just thinking it's a decongestant or whatever. Right. Then I'm he sticks this fucking Q-tip up my nostril. Wow. Right? Onto my sinus. So he sticks it all the way the fuck up there and just leaves it there and walks out the room. And I'm like, what the fuck did just happen? This is me in my brain like, yo, I'm going to fuck this dude up. Because I don't play... Like, come on, fam. He just started... He just started doing shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm like, yo. You sitting there yeah. trying to swat like, yo, yeah. wait, No, wait, I'm wait, like, wait, yeah. So right. I'm just like, all right. This like, and he walks right, out I, the room and you just yeah. sitting there. I'm like, all right, cool. All right, he got his one, one old doctor. I said, yeah. he come back in, fucking him up. So I'm sitting there. I had just hit the pump for my mm-hmm. asthma. Uh-huh. So, like I said, this dude didn't tell me anything that was going on. So while I'm there... With all this shit uh, going down the back of my throat. Yeah, your throat. And you... Yeah, so I got you. I'm sitting here like, yo, I can't swallow. Mm-mm. And so my first reaction was, I think I'm having a um, yeah, allergic, reaction. allergic reaction to whatever the fuck he did to me. Right. However, he done shut the door. I really can't move because I feel like if I move, I'm going to lose more energy. Right. And fall over before I hit the door. So I'm like, I just sit back and I relax to myself. I'm like, yo, chill out. So I said, can you, can, I said to myself, can you breathe? So I'm like, yes, I can breathe. I could breathe through my nose. Right. Couldn't breathe but through my gotta, mouth because my fucking throat was n- numb. <laughs> and he, don't you got a, uh, a Q-tip up your nose right now? And too? I got a Q-tip with some, I guess, a decongestant, you or, know. Yeah, some kind of medication on something it. Something on it that's just right. hanging out. Like the shit was about 15 inches long. Only about mm. six inches of it was out of my nose, because mm. I saw it like yeah, it was come all on. the way up. Yeah, he yeah, was touching just, the back of your. Uh, yeah, yeah just, all the dude, way back they have some cooth and let me know what's going on. So anyway, what I realized was that my throat was getting numb, but it wasn't a reaction. It was just the motherfucker oh. had gave me an anesthetic. The anesthetic, exactly, and didn't tell me. Right. 
He didn't numb. Yeah, he didn't numb you up like they do. Right. When you were um, the dental assistant, they used to give you that little gel they put on mm-hmm. you before they gave you the shot mm-hmm. type of stuff. Yeah. But this shit was some mist that he had to turn on the fucking mm-hmm. machine for, and mm-hmm. like with a rubber hose and shit. I'm like, yo, and he did it so fast. But anyway, so my throat numbs up, and he's gone so long that by the time he comes back, my throat is now unnumbed. Mm. So then he pulls this fucking Q-tip out of my nose. Excuse my language, but this is how I feel. And then, kind of like when I had the catheter put in, when I had the fucking kidney stones, mm. I didn't I know what that. the catheter was, but I knew that I didn't want any parts of it. Right. So he has this fucking camera, same yep. kind of deal, long as shit, mm-hmm. start shoving it up my fucking nose. Right. Telling you swallow. Telling me like, yo, sniff up. Yep. Like, do this. Open this I said, yeah. yo. My brain is not allowing me to do that. <laughs> I'm sorry, but no. Yeah, he gave you he gave you a scope, a right? Scope. Right. Yeah. So then you know, so I'm like, yeah, he's, <clears throat> he keeps trying to insist that I do it. I said, listen, I'm I can't do it. Right. Like, I'm telling you that as a man, my brain is not allowing me to fucking sniff this shit up. So you're gonna have to push it. <laughs> so you know, he goes down, and then I could feel it going up my nose, doing the U-turn right. and going down my right. throat. I'm just like, yo, what the fuck is this? So anyway, make a long story short, uh, oh, you have laryngitis. And I'm like, but my voice is fine. That's what I'm saying to myself. My voice is fine. Mm, so He got down by the um by your larynx and vocal cords. Yeah, so. he did all that shit, yeah, with the fucking scope. So I guess you know, that's what he was doing. So mm-hmm. I'm on this cocktail of shit, and it seems like the cocktail is clearing up the asthma. Oh. So I'm like, yeah, I don't know what the fuck is going on. So now, you know, anyway, symptom one, resolve. So now on Tuesday, I go to see the pulmonologist and find out what the fuck's going on with my lungs. So mm-hmm. I get back in the gym. So I guess I had bronchitis. That cleared up, turned into... Um, Did you cough a lot? I was coughing a lot because I felt like I had something in my throat. Like I felt or like I had phlegm in my throat. Up. It wasn't in my chest. It was just... It was mm-hmm. because I felt like something was in my throat, mm-hmm. but nothing was really there. It was either a swollen something. Yep. And you just kept... That's the reason I asked if you kept coughing because you if you have uh, laryngitis or anything like mm-hmm. that, you were... Um, you kept irritating your um your vocal cords and all right. that stuff that's down there. Right. Yeah. And so I was like, yo, the only I told him the only thing that cleared it up was I was online like, yo, what the fuck is this? Because I was thinking it was snot and shit, but every time I would try to cough it up, nothing was there. Right. So they were like, oh, take uh take some aspirin. So I took aspirin. That shit went like went right away. And I'm like, yo, mm. this is crazy. Almost to the point where it's like I'm not going to the doctor. Oh, okay. And I was like, yeah, no, I said, you know what? No, I'm going to, I'm not going to take aspirin the day before or the morning of. I'm going to just go to the doctor. Nah, Hopefully yeah, it's almost like you, your car broke mm-hmm. and you get it to the, to the mechanic. It looks fine to me. Right. I was just doing this yesterday. Right. I, I'm telling you, can't, you can't recreate it. So I let it, you know, do what it is, do what it do. And uh, he's like, yeah, you have a laryngitis. I'm like, cool. Gave me cocktail, all this other shit. Like, some shit where it's like six one day and then every day goes down mm. less five and then four and then three and three. oh he gave you like the um some type of antibiotic I, type of thing well no he gave me amoxicillin and then he gave me something else mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. some other shit the um the amoxicillin is just twice a day but this other shit it wasn't a z pack something like a z pack you heard of a z pack I know what a z pack is oh, okay um but it wasn't that this was mm. some uh it was something because at first I thought it was promethazine and I was like what the fuck I'm not taking this but <laughs> Anyway, that seemed to clear up some of the lung issues. And then when I looked up the medication, it says it could help with some lung shit too. And I'm just like, oh, well, we'll see. But I'm still going to the pulmonologist on Monday right. to figure out what's going on because 
I just I gotta figure I gotta fix everything so that I could be fucking a yeah. one again because this shit is whack. Like my yeah. whole you've been sick for a minute. I've been sick for three months yeah. since at least November. I got yeah. sick in oh, November. When you was in the hospital. Yeah, your mm-hmm. ass almost died too. when I had the asthma attack. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's been a while. I'm like, yeah, I gotta figure this shit out. Damn, it's been a yeah. Mm-hmm. It, was it? It was, was November. It, was it uh, November? Okay. I was gonna say, was it before then? Because I damn, I was sick. Yeah, sick, sick. I remember. I was like, yo, where you was at? He's like, yo. And then you didn't even you didn't even tell me. You just started sending me pictures mm-hmm. like IV all. I'm like, bro, what the hell? Yeah, I was, I was I like, yo, died. something's going on because I don't get sick. I almost died, mm. brother. Yeah, I almost died, my <laughs> nigga. I was like, yo. She was coming in the house like three in the morning. I was going out. Like, I'll be across right. the street. She's yeah. like, you want me to come? I was like, nah, you know, if I don't make it, they'll call you. <laughs> Go to sleep, you know? So yeah, it was, yeah, it was nuts. Good. Yeah. Insurance policy is good. It's good. <laughs> But shit, I, I don't have my willing done yet, so I can't go nowhere. They've mm. been fucking around and try to take everything. Mm. You know, the government ain't <laughs> fucking around now. <laughs> like, oh, you got a little something, black boy? Let, let's get let's get it. <laughs> oh, I be out here like, yo, what the fuck? I know he right. had all this shit. Nah. Right. I stuck around this long for this. Uncle Sam Nothing. got you. I showed her the, the the 401k the other day. She was like, damn, nigga, you been scrolling away. I was like, yeah. I see old people that didn't prepare. I see what their life is like. I said, you're going to be good. You, pro- I'm worth more dead than I am alive. For real. To At least to you. I mean, you ain't getting no ideas, but I'm just saying. Right. Like, I done seen motherfucker. Like, every time I see an old dude homeless or something, I'm, it breaks my heart. Hurts. But I'm like, I mean, yo. I just, you said that, and I just got a letter. I got my letter today mm-hmm. um, from the VA. Right. I, I'm, I'm 80% mm-hmm. um, disability now. And it showed how much I get as far as money. Mm-hmm. And then it showed all of the benefits that I get right. at that percentage. Right. And I'm sitting here looking like, oh, wow. I'm safe. Right. For mm-hmm. the moment. Exactly. What it, you mean you for the moment? Exactly. Well, you know, I'm I'm safe. I should be safe for the rest of my life. Right. And my wife should be just as safe. Because that, if something happened to you, that goes to her, right? Exactly. Right. I yeah. put it in place for something happens to me mm-hmm. that... You know, she'll get a check right. from me until right. something happens to her. Right. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, yo, I'm just trying to be safe. Because there's a lot of motherfuckers out there that didn't plan. And there's also a lot of people who are just like, um, why plan for tomorrow? Life is today. And I'm just like, yo, you, you'll you see. <laughs> right. You'll see. I'm trying to, when I go, I want to be debt free and just full of assets. Mm. And that way she could do whatever she wants or she can give it to whoever she wants Oprah, as Oprah long as it's not another dude. Oprah Winfrey, you get a car and mm. you get the house and you can have the sneaker collection. And yeah. you, nah. I'm just like, yo, give it to any whoever you want. I'm trying to get rid of this shit uh, uh, oh. now because I'm at the point where I'm like, you know what? I don't even know what I was thinking about. I was just spending money. Right. Like I had money. I was, it's crazy because I was playing poker. I was doing, you know, a bunch of other shit. And it was like, yeah. yo, when I was getting all this money, it was like, spend it, spend it, spend it, spend it. But it wasn't like I was spending myself into a hole. I just had this. You surplus had, you of money, surplus. yeah. And it was like, oh, let me get this, let me do this, or you know, let me buy it. And I'm just, I'm sitting around looking now. I'm like, yo, I got so much just shit, right? That it don't make sense. You know right. what I mean? Shit that I could use the space for other things for. I call it Bill Cosby money. Mm. Not saying you got Bill Cosby. Yeah, money, not but you. Just, I ain't just there. What I what I call it, you know, how on the Cosby Show, he was just going to get anytime mm-hmm. he saw something, he was, I'm gonna get that. That's my dad right now. Any gadget, any right. I need to show you the cameras my dad got. He ain't no photographer like you, but well, you he need go, to take one of them so we can start man. filming this shit. 
you know what? When I go home, I might need to do that. Mm. He might not miss it. Either. He might not miss it. That's like me. If a motherfucker could come in my office and take something, <laughs> like I might know it's missing. Not right away, though. Not right. Not away. right away. You'll be thinking like, wait a minute. I'll be like, yo, wasn't something there? <laughs> and then I figure out what it was, and I'll be like, okay, I'm upset that they took it, but you good, you could have it. Right. Like I'm at that point right now. Right. Where, right. Like I that's wish a, my man. son wore my size. <laughs> oh yeah, shoe wise, man. Yeah. I, that's between. Look, it, it don't make no sense for me and you to uh had because you you'll send me some. Oh, you got Tim's, like. I never had Tim's until you was like, yo, man, come, hey, I'm sending you some boots. Mm-hmm. I only wore them once. I don't like them, mm-hmm. but you need some Tim's. I'm like, right. I don't need no Tim's. Now, you was, I think you sent me my first two or three pair of Tim's, right? Then I started getting Tim's. But mm-hmm. I'm like, man, between me and you, we don't need, like, I'm trying to give shit away. And we can't keep, I can't give like, it away. Huh? I can't exactly. give it away. Exactly. So I'm like, yo, P, I got these shoes. Oh, man, I don't need them. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Yeah, I, I don't, don't need them. them. I got these shorts. I don't need them. <laughs> Right, right, right. And I'm look, I'm like, no, you're gonna take these goddamn shorts. You're gonna take these shoes. And it's nuts because my right. thing is I'm not um mm, I'm not in an area where I could see a kid who would really make would make his Cause they day. don't understand. But see, you when you say that, mm. they you you know how we do. We not, not we don't cherish, we take care of mm-hmm. our stuff. Right. I'm I don't and have we, a I don't have a collect I'm not a collector. Right. I just got a bunch of shit. Exactly. We take care of our Mm -hmm. stuff. Mm -hmm. And we don't have normal, we don't have normal shit. Right. We don't have, we got Nike shorts, we got all of that. But most of the time when we do our shit, we like take it to the third power. Like, Mm -hmm. no, we don't just got gym shorts, nigga. We got authentics. Right. You know what I'm saying? Or whatever. Right. You know what I'm saying? The reason, because it it looks better, it lasts longer. Feel better. Whatever. Right. But, so when you go out here and you like trying to give it to a kid or whatever, you're like, listen, bro. Do you understand what you gonna have when I give you, you know, when you what you what I'm giving you? I need you to take, you know, respect it, take care of it, mm-hmm. whatever. Don't just act like it's a you know, some shit. You know. I'm but, at the point right now where like I don't even care what you do with it when you get it. Right. Um, my thing is that I don't know what I don't know a young kid who needs it. And I mm-hmm. say need it because there's a difference between wants it and needs it. Right. Like I could give a kid a pair of shoes and it'll make his entire year. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I don't know any kids like that <laughs> because I'm not around. Story. I'm gonna tell you a story. So my wife was coming home. I'm leaving, and there was a kid in our apartment complex walking. Oh, you told now, me you, about that. When I open the garage, mm-hmm. yeah, you open the garage. All when you first look in the garage, you'll be like, oh, because there's sneakers everywhere in the mm-hmm. boxes, mm-hmm. and the dude is like. Damn, look at all them sneakers. So I rolled the window down, like, yo, what size you wear? Mm-hmm. He's like, I wear this side. I said, hey, hold on. Let me go. Just walk with me over here. He's mm-hmm. like, nah, nah, I'm good. I said, I couldn't even get, I said, babe, mm-hmm. I wasn't, I said, she's like, man, you look like a goddamn You thought you was going to rape him. That. Yeah. Little I was like, wait a chomo. minute. <laughs> I said, babe, I'm mm-hmm. just trying, I'm trying to give some right. some shoes away. She's right. like, yeah, but they didn't see it like that. They, I said, my mindset is you saw all them shoes in there, mm-hmm. but after I sat back and thought about it, I was like, okay, I can see why mm-hmm. it did kind of look kind of funny or whatever. But, dude, I'm trying to give shoes. I couldn't even give shoes away, bro. Right. I mean, I'm going to try to sell them, like, at least. Uh, I don't even know. Like, there's a bunch of shit that I can look at right now, but then there's a bunch of shit that I can't even see mm. because it's put away somewhere. But I'm just like, right. yo, if I could t- if I could get... If I could sell five of these, then I could buy me a nice pair of designer 
Right. That, you th- oh, you thinking just like me that you're gonna sit on that'll never go out of style. Not that your tennis shoes will go out mm-hmm. of style, but it's just so much more. They'll last longer. That, they're yeah, made better. That designer. Yep. Um, <clears throat> everything. Because my wife was like, "Oh, you think it's because it's made better or because it, of the name?" And I said, "No, I've been wearing sneakers for a long time." Mm-hmm. I said, "When I put on a pair of, let's just say Jordans, and I put on a pair of Gucci Supremes, there's a huge difference." Right. I said I could just, just in the even with me holding it in my hand, I could feel the difference and I could see the craftsmanship. Mm-hmm. You know, I could see the way that the sole is. I mean, the the midsole is, or, is is connected or, to, or, the, or, to the to the yeah, to the outsole. Like I see all of this. Or not glued. And right. All of that stuff. Exactly. Yeah. I said this is different. And then turned around, and had three pair, and I'm just like, she's like, yo, see you old in, and I said, yeah, I know. <laughs> but what can I do? That's yeah. a weakness I have. So. Yep. So Kobe's gone. Uh, NBA get back to your regularly scheduled program, and yeah. then uh, the sooner people that was, get that, I, like that was like today. I was like I'm actually watching it right now, just highlights. But mm-hmm. when do they, you know, when yeah, do stop they all start? the tributes and stuff. Yeah, when I don't they know. Stop with the eight seconds, twenty four seconds. I, I guess. Mean, I, I, listen, I'm not. I am a huge Kobe fan, mm-hmm. but at the same time. And it's like, how long do we mourn it? You know, I, it's tragic, right? And I don't. I, I guess, like you said, I don't, I'm playing devil's advocate, but I'm also saying, like, okay, we're gonna. This can we move forward? Right. We can still move forward, but you know, we when you do these things like that, it's a it's a constant reminder of what happened. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. There's no easy way around it. I got it. There's nowhere of um of lessening the blow or how people feel about the situation. But, I mean, Commissioner Stern, who done everything for the NBA, mm-hmm. passed away. There's so many people that passed away. And, and again, I, I may, it's, you know, it's bullshit of how you could try to minimize or maximize the situation. But like you said, there was multiple people that lost their lives. Mm-hmm. It wasn't just him. You know what I mean? And uh, it's like I, I just ready to try to keep moving forward. It I won't remember, be fully... It won't be fully, fully over till they put him in the ground. If mm, that's the way yeah, he's going to be exactly. buried. Or, exactly. you know, if he, maybe he wants to be cremated. I don't know. But that's when it will really be over and then people will begin to move forward. Right. But I feel like I'm a, I, this is how I feel about a lot of shit. The longer you let it sit on your brain, mm. the the more effect it has on you. Mm-hmm. So this shit sits on your brain for seven days. The effect that it has is way different than if you said, you know what, after day one, it's unfortunate, but I got to keep moving. That's true. And I think, um, like, every time I turn on the game and they doing X, Y, Z, and they doing the eight seconds uh, backcourt violation, then they doing the 24 second, then they right. doing the half times. I'm just like, all right, you just you just keep on peeling the scab off. Yep, yep, you won't let it heal. Mm-hmm. So I'm not insensitive to whatever, you know, but at the same time, it's like, all right, there's other shit that has to go on now. So who knows? I don't know. I I don't know. But let's get over it, ladies and gentlemen, and move on. So um, you want to say anything about the... Um, I saw that... Shit. I saw that the uh, deadline was extended for the... Uh, yeah. The um, $150. Yeah, the cruise. Um, Carnival had some kind of glitch in their system. Mm-hmm. That's kind of lost a lot of stuff. They do that, that shit way. all the time. 
I think <laughs> so it's like a false. It. I think it's because I cruise so much. I see it all the time. I know, that's think, what I was gonna say. I know you know. You get in the. You go, oh, I gotta get. I gotta get in before such and such, and then they extend the date. Right. It's like yo, y'all was gonna extend the date anyway. <laughs> right. But they don't. They never tell you. But anyway, go ahead. So they had to. They supposedly glitched in the system, mm-hmm. and um, it, it was like, yeah, you know, take it to the twentieth or whatever. Because obviously they would like to have their money up front, as much money up front to see who's really, you know, cruising or whatever. Right. So, um, Valerie, who's doing our um, our cruise, she hit me up and she was like, yeah, you can let the people. I'm like, are we? What's the situation? You mm-hmm. know, the first is this weekend. She's like, yo, I just got off the phone with um, Carnival. And they're giving us, you know, the additional 20 days or whatever because mm-hmm. of some glitch. She said something happened happened in the system where they lost all of our um, our deposits. I was like, oh, what? Whoa, 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 what? Whoa, wait a minute. What? Wait a minute because mm-hmm. I got the receipts. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, they didn't lose none of that. I got it right here. Mm-hmm. So she's like, no, I came back up and everything was good and whoop-de-woo and they said, well, we, you know, they can extend it. So, again, you've been through there and done that. So, you, it's probably was a whole little gimmick or whatever mm-hmm. they said. And, um, uh, and it was, I, you know, at first I was, I had talked to the, um, to the ambassadors about it. Like, do I tell them after the first? They were like, no, nah, no, nah, just go ahead and tell them now to right. give them an opportunity to get their money right. If their money wasn't right, you know, maybe they can, they'll be able to come up with some money later on or, you know, whatever to figure it out with the extra days. I'm like, all right, no problem. We'll do that. <laughs> Give them the information. So, right. Man, let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. Well, we're working on the um, itinerary. We got Let's a couple things for the itinerary that mm-hmm. we're putting out. We're going to have a, um, for the pool party, we're having, we have a pool party. Uh, I don't, well, I'll give it away. We're doing some kind of luau slash Caribbean type of mm-hmm. uh, pool Thing. party. Mm-hmm. And then we're doing another party that we have. I'm not going to give that one away yet so they get all the details. But um, we got two more parties to uh, put up, and then we'll be able to finalize the itinerary for the website. But I've been, man, I got so many people hitting me up. Ew, where can I find the information on the hotel? I'm like, uh, on the website. Oh, okay, where at on the website? Where are you looking at it from? Um, I'm on my computer. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, if you go look at the menu or if you look at that yellow button that's right in front of you that says pre-union hotel Mm -hmm. you could find it now someone had one person but obviously they not looking but one person was like oh i couldn't see it because it was too small on their phone but i'm like man these people it Mm. it happens every year Mm -hmm. like the information, like I, me and Jay Millie talked about the situation that me and you talked about about the announcement situation, mm-hmm. and kind of cleared the air about that because we were under the. Like I said, we all thought the same thing. Like once it's on the announcements on the beginning of the page, but once you solidified it, it was like, nah, bro. Every time I pulled it up, I didn't see nothing. Mm-hmm. You know, it kind of it kind of um, validated what he was talking about as well. Right, and then um, after that. You know, we started talking about um, why is <laughs> what I've been saying for the longest is so important that we all promote the reunion. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? From different aspects because everybody doesn't see the same thing or the same post or 
I could put something out and it could get buried at the, to the bottom of the page. Right. And I could just put it out right <clears throat> now, but you could put something out and it might be at the top of the page. Right. We don't know the algorithms of, uh, or we haven't figured it out yet. You know what I'm saying? Or mm-hmm. how they actually move or, or do what they do or whatever. So, um, it was crazy, man. That that we're now now they starting to understand. You know, the group, the the ambassadors are starting to understand. Mm-hmm what I was saying and what I've been trying to say. I'm like, damn, am I speaking a foreign language or something? Like, we need everybody's help to promote it because everybody can't see it. You right. know what I'm saying? Right. So, or everybody like, definitely, it. definitely, like you said, we in different regions. Right. What you do in your region, people may see in your region. They may not see the same things in my region that, you know, you see in yours or whatever. So, right. They starting to get on board with <clears> it, man, which is like, finally, you know what I mean? So, well, initially, but we got go ahead. we got the itinerary that we're hopefully solidified by this weekend, mm-hmm. and then we can get everything up and popping, so cool. these people can get get ready to go. I mean, I guess it's good that people ask questions that would uh, if they if they don't see it. But my, you know, my response is, how could you not see it, bro? If you're looking for it, because I rarely, I mean, and I keep you, I, I I guess I'm a special case, but I rarely don't find stuff that I'm looking for. Especially if I go to a spot where it's supposed to be. So if I go what to a... We, what we did, at the, well, I say what you did and then what you made me do was, mm-hmm. okay, the website's up. Go find this. Mm-hmm. It's right in my face. It's right in front of me. Okay. Go find this. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's over here. Okay, go find this. Okay, I don't know where I'm going to go find that. Okay, well, you see those hamburgers up in the right corner? Mm-hmm. Open that up. You made me literally go through and see the website. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So that I can... And then afterwards, you said, is this difficult? Like, nah, it really isn't that difficult. Can you see everything? You know, you know we literally went piece by piece mm-hmm. to go through the website to make it user-friendly. And I'm like, I'm nowhere near the computer savvy guy or, you know, trying to maneuver around and all that other crazy stuff. But then you get some people that are IT guys or computer guys or whatever. They're like, yo, this is very well put together. Mm-hmm. It's easy to, easy to navigate. It's all this kind of crazy stuff. But the thing that it all boils down to is the fact that they didn't even try. Until they tried, then they right. were like, oh. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Which brings me to this. I'm going to shout out. I'm not going to call no names. But when they, uh, certain people were getting their their um, their ambassadors, uh, I'm going to call them out. Obviously, I call them ambassadors. I'm calling them out. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yo, have y'all, have y'all registered yet? Mm-hmm. Have y'all put in y'all hotel, mm-hmm. re, you know, um, rooms yet or whatever, whatever. I got, <laughs> I got shot down. Yo, hold on, man. Hold on. Look, man, we got lives going on. We got this. We got that. Mm. Blah, say, blah, blah, blah. I said, wait, 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 man. No, no, you wait. No, I'm you like, better okay. than me. Cause I, uh, uh, listen, nobody. I shut it down. <clears throat> I shut it down, mm-hmm. right? Let them finish. I'm like, yo, man, I got things I got to do. I said, you know, whoop-de-woo, this, that, and the third, blah, blah, blah. They were like, oh, okay. I said, well, let me just say this. Listen, it don't take that much time. And if you would have went ahead and looked at it, matter of fact, just go ahead and do it when you get ready. Mm-hmm. They come back the next day and says, "Oh, I feel so ashamed." Right. It took me sixty nine minutes. I mean, sixty nine seconds to do it, and it wasn't what I thought. Right. And I just, I just stopped. I was like, "See," and they were like, "Yeah, I apologize, bro." But that's said, the type Man. of shit that I can't deal with. <laughs> like, I can't deal with. <clears throat> excuse me. You know why? Because it, it's it's almost like 
um, it's a mentality where you always want to be combat combative. Combat man. And that's the shit that I can't deal with. That's why in the beginning I was like, I'm sorry, I can't teach yeah. people how to use their phones. Right. Oh I'm, yeah, that too. That I'm not too. here for tech support. I'm sorry. If you can't figure right. it out, then you just I guess yeah, you're you not going to go. the reunion. Yeah, you're just not going. <clears throat> and the right. thing with that was I said, listen, bro, I'ma say this, man. I don't even know why we're like as you use the word combative. I don't even know why you're coming at me. I said, y'all gotta understand all this stuff that we're going through, we're on the same team. Mm-hmm. We're supposed to be going for the same goal. So if we're supposed to be on the same team and going for the same goal, then why is it so hard? I'm not I'm not doing anything that requires that I'm not gonna require of myself. Mm-hmm. Period. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So everything that you're doing, I'm doing two times that. Right. Or more. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, and what I'm asking you to do, you said you were gonna do it. Mm-hmm. When we before you got your email account, before you got all of that stuff, this is the, the I asked you what you needed from me. You told me. I said, okay, this is what I need from you. If there's anything else that I need from you, I'm going to come to you and I'm going to tell you Mm -hmm. what I need from you. Now, we can still negotiate that upon me coming to you. But Mm -hmm. the the basic stuff is stuff that you said, yeah, I can handle that. I can do that. Right. So, but yeah, man, it's just funny how all of the stuff, and again, you said it from the beginning, it's going to, if it don't happen this way, Obviously, a lot of things need to change, but it's all starting to come around. But it's just coming around kind of later than what I thought it should have mm. came around. So, well, it's a good thing that you run the show and not me because I would have just been like, you know what, <clears throat> I'm sorry, Adios. but you're not. Adios. It's a couple things that you know. The my opinion is the cost of the reunion ticket is not a deal. Like buying a reunion ticket shouldn't keep you from paying your mortgage. Like it's not mm. that expensive or your rent mm. or whatever it is. Right. And if you're a planner, <clears throat> you could have said, you know what? I need to put away $10 a week or $25 a week to pay this, to, to buy this ticket. And then in a month it could be done or in two months it could be done. I don't understand it, but I, I'm a different animal. So I'm able to plan like that. And that's pretty much how I plan my entire life. Like, yo, if I want to buy something or get something, I do it in small increments as opposed to one big lump sum. Small, yeah, small sacrifice. And small. A hundred. Here's the thing. Just on the strength of people being of helping, because there was no other way to reward them, I embedded some goodies. I I, I know. Into well, we talked about that. Yeah. Right. That even you didn't know about. Right. Until I told you, and then I said, right. "You know what the you know what the irony is, is that <clears throat> the people who should be supporting you the most are not supporting you because they haven't even just gone through the process to mm, see just, what it is, just to see what it is, and right. to be and able then, to help somebody else, you know, get through it in case they have questions. You're an ambassador, right? right? And you right. should have you should have been one of the first Done. to go through this process so that you know if somebody comes and says, "Yo, I did this X, Y, and Z, and I didn't know where to go from there." Well, guess what? You can't answer that question because you didn't do it. Had And had you done it, you wouldn't be trying to bite my neck off about any of these other stuff that you didn't know was <clears throat> in there for you because you right. didn't try it. You didn't try it. Yep. Right. And it got to the point where I said, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to take all those goodies away because they're not using them anyway. Mm. You understand what I'm saying? Like, Right. It, so it's, just, it's like that. Like I'm, uh, what's the word? Like I would like to give people stuff as a surprise mm, but then it's yeah. a slap in the face when you don't even you're not working for you don't it. even do it like you don't even yeah. 
go through the not, you didn't even go through the motions process, right? Just to see, just to see, you know what I'm saying? Just and to see what like it's all about and see like, right. oh shit, you, I you got the, oh you, oh yeah oh I've been approached. Oh I've been man, approached. my bad, my bad. Hey, my bad. I've dog. been approached several times. Mm-hmm. What does it take to be an ambassador? Yeah, I like to be an ambassador. Mm-hmm. I want one of those shirts. Mm. I, what do you need me to do? My inbox is, I have several people already on it. I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. it's, it's really not hard. All you got to do is, you know, we'll we, we'll we'll take applications next year, see what's going on. But yeah, you don't I think, have to work for I it I think whatever, what you have but, to do next time is like a initiation. Mm. Like they, like fraternities do. Mm. Like, all right. Put them you through got, a little bit. Yeah, you got to uh-huh. go. Like, I can't just give you they this. You got to put their hand in the toilet with some bananas and act like it's shit. I think the prestige <laughs> comes, you know, the prestige of being an ambassador is oh, huge, I it's think. It's killing them. I want one of those shirts. Yeah. I want I want some of this. I want some of that. How do I? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, wow. And at first, I didn't think. When you said that a while ago, because, mm-hmm. you know, the prestige part of it, I was like, man, this, this is not that big a deal. But I didn't think. I It's a big deal. It's a big deal. It is a big deal, and, and, until, as, and I just I have I don't even know if these people. Well, some people may know that's in that are ambassadors, but I haven't even shared that. And you know, if they listen to the podcast, but mm-hmm. I haven't even shared what people are willing to do to become an ambassador. Right, and that's not a threat to the current right. ambassadors or to anybody else. At least I don't think it is. Because I don't know, I don't see, I don't see right, right, as, right. as much as anybody might not believe it. Like, uh, let's just say, let's just say this is day three hundred from mm-hmm. day one. Mm-hmm. Day one, I was a lot more involved than right. I am on day three hundred. Right. So now a bunch of stuff goes on. I don't know about it. Yeah, I don't, don't want to know. know about it. Right, right. I kind of keep it away from you. Listen, these it's on a need to know basis. Because my so my I don't want to lose you. Yeah, yeah because my thing going. is like, yo, <laughs> get rid of everybody. That's right. how I. That's how I am. <laughs> Right, Either oh me or them? Who is, well, it's not even that. No, I don't even well, want to say that. It's just that like I'm like, yo, you having this conversation again? Right, right, again, exactly. Right. So that's what I'm saying. Like, yo, okay, then it's time to clean house. You keep the ones who are really working and who can do the work that you need done, and or and you know, in exchange for what you can give them now. But everybody else has to go. They just taking up space. It's like yo, you right. breathe in my oxygen. <laughs> And you're doing, and, and you know, you're breathing my action. I gotta let you go. That's just me, but I'm a different type of boss, right? Because I, my my end goal, I need to reach my end goal quicker, quicker. Like I don't have that yep. patient. Like I don't have mm-hmm. that that um, long road of patience that you have. Because I'm just like, yo, when I was really involved, like every day, like blah blah blah, and, and shit would go on. I'm just like, yo, this yeah. got it. I can't. You know, that was just my right. thing. Like I can't. I would. I would be like, yo, I talk to my wife like, yo, can you believe X, Y, and Z? And she would be like, what? I'm like, yeah. And because she knows how I work. Like, she knows how I get things done. And um, and it, it sounds harsh and brash, but it's not. It's just like, yo. Nah, because you're getting, you're getting, you're getting, taking care of business. Right. CCB. Huh? Right. And then when, once it all comes together, you're like, oh, now I see why right. you had to be as focused and as diligent as you were and why you had, had to, to be do X, Y, and Z. Mentality. I guess so. Yeah, because yeah. I always... My thing is that I look at everything as it being easy. Like, I don't... You can't put anything in front of me or you can... You can't put a lot of stuff in front of me and I look at it and be like, that's hard to do. Because mm-hmm. I can figure out, for the most part, how to get it done. 
the basics until you, yeah, until you, yeah. And my thing is, I can't see why everyone is not like that. It drives me crazy. I know why. It's effort. It's it's effort. Mm. And and well, that's a whole nother story. But mm-hmm. it, I'll leave it at effort. But um, yeah, it's it's it's, and it goes back to the point of what you said before of. If you're gonna commit to something, you're not gonna half-ass commit to it. You're right. Gonna, you're gonna bring your tool bag that has, you know, special tools for these things to make it, you know, um, uh, successful. Because I want to be proud are, of it. And you and you are exactly. And then you said a couple of things. If my name is gonna be attached to it, or it has to be a good, you know, what I'm saying I'm not mm-hmm. gonna have my name attached to something that's not gonna be successful, mm-hmm. or it's not gonna be a good look upon me. Which anybody and everybody should be like that. And then two, you know what I'm saying? Like if we can't, if I don't think it's gonna be successful or I can't give you my all, then I'm gonna remove myself. It mm-hmm. has nothing to do with you. It mm-hmm. just has something to do with me. And if you if anybody can't either operate the same way or respect that, you know what I'm saying? That doesn't that is, you know, you're you're dooming the situation. So right. had to respect that. Mm. Period. Oh shoot. So I guess it's gonna be uh some a little pressure. You just apply pressure to to some of the ambassadors, I guess. <laughs> because <clears throat> yeah. Uh, I mean we'll see. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not in I'm not involved. I'm not in the I'm not in the uh little chat group or any of that. Like I come on the Facebook group every once in a while just to see right. what's going on or to post something and uh then I go back and then I exit out again. You know what I mean? Mm. So Yeah, really enough for you to yeah, enough for you to handle your business. Yeah. And get on out of there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, and um, like I said, I can come back when I see like. What you I, need to see. You yeah. Like when I feel like yeah. people are up to to the speed that I'm that I was at when I left. Right. You know what I mean? Moving in the same. Yeah. Moving at the same speed. Yeah. Moving or at the at same least speed. Attempt or give me an effort. Right. Because like, it's tough. Something, bring when something. you so far ahead and you'd be like, yo, yeah. come on, come on, come <laughs> on. Like, that Jay shit say? is so tiring. What, what hoes say? Mm-hmm. I'm lapping you, bro. Yeah. I'm just like, yo, come on. Come on. Like, hurry up. Come on. Come on. Like, that shit yeah. gets tiring really fast. Right. <laughs> and I was tired of, like, every day, like, yo, come on, guys. Come right. on. Come on. Come yeah. on. Yeah. And, and now, like, the, now they trying to catch up. But, like, mm-hmm. that's what Hove said, man. I'm so far ahead of you. I'm lapping you twice. Man. But it wasn't even that. It was, like, it was almost like it was a lack of motivation. And I don't, yes. I don't know that's, where that came that's from. perfect. Where that's that comes perfect. from. Right. And I, I don't. <clears throat> most of them said it was some of it had to do with me. Mm-hmm. And you know me telling them, I, I'm, listen, I'm not gonna say what they said. I'm just gonna say it was communication because mm-hmm. they said, you know, I understand. I understand how the 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 algorithm or the rhythm of this thing goes. Mm-hmm. You know, we we put something together right after the summer. Mm-hmm. People are digressing from the reunion. You know, what I'm saying they had the reunion hangover. They spent money. It's summertime. You got back to school. Mm-hmm. After back to school, you're going right into the holidays. So people's money is not the same. Mm-hmm. I get it. Plus, we don't even have all our our stuff in a row. You know what I'm saying? We don't know what we're going, what we're doing. We don't have none of that. But what we were trying to do early or this particular time was put all those things, um, you know, put them out early mm-hmm. so that we don't, like you just said, so we're not scrambling at the end like we've been doing before mm-hmm. to try and help us be able to relax a little bit more or come with a little bit more, you know, just get the basics out. The basics being, let's get the parties that we want to do. Let's get the, uh, uh, you know, just the basics. Like I said, the party, um, 
registration, what what what, the, what makes our reunion our reunion? Then mm-hmm. we can start to branch out into other things like we try to do now with the podcast and the radio show and some other things to try to, you know, market this thing a little bit better well, than this what stuff, we had in the past. This stuff is easy. <clears throat> to yeah. me, this is easy. Uh, podcast is easy. Radio show is easy. I, at least I think it is. Mm-hmm. At least it should it be. Um, so my, like I said to you last year, I was like, you know, this time at this, like February one mm-hmm. or March one planning, if, if the team was as tight and as, um, if the team was as tight and as, uh, motivated as they should be, then February one, March one, you're already planning for 2021. Right. Yep. And it's not, and it's not after, and it's not, we start planning after this is done. Like, you know, you should, yeah, you should be getting, so when they're at the reunion, they should be already knowing where they, where we're going next year. If not, you should know, you know, or, or the group should know, or the ambassador should know. Mm -hmm. It's it's stuff like that, 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 that's great. That, that, that is, uh, that, um, kind of drove me crazy because I'm like, yo, we should be a a reunion. There should be a reunion in the bank. Right. Like ready to go. Right, like right. I should be designing the website so that June twenty three, boom, the site is already changed. Right, boom, the location is already chosen. Ready, but right. right, and 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 I, that's difficult to do with one person, but when mm. you have a quote unquote team, then the right. team should already be that far ahead. That that all of these things have already been spoken about, but it was it seems like we can't even. I say we, I mean just the immediate team and the extended team mm-hmm. can't even get all the information about this one together, right? For whatever right. reason, that makes that's just and that was that was the vision. Like when you came on board, like yo, we we should be you have you have something here that should be, um, eh, that should be taken a lot seriously. Then what I understand, I'm serious. I understand you're serious. I'm not saying that they're not serious, mm-hmm. but the level of seriousness needs to come up more so that if we are going to operate like that, it, it was just easy. It would be actually it would be a lot easier upon everybody, mm-hmm. you know, instead of just nickel and diamond and in one day and two day and when we could have a lot of this stuff just knocked out the way, right? To move forward, you know or just be like, or you know, why is it a big argument about what? this theme is or you know what that theme is or listen these are the two themes we have vote on them right okay theme elephant elephant theme wins tiger theme loses it's elephant theme boom everything you need to do to get an elephant theme done right and then okay the party oh we're gonna play throw hoops around the elephant trunk great done it's not it 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 can't be that hard to Figure out what to do, especially when you how many ambassadors you have eight, yeah, right yeah. around there. Yeah, when you have a team of eight to ten to twelve people, uh, including whoever's on the outer ring, it should not. Uh, I just think it should not be that difficult. We're not doing um, brain surgery here, you know. Right. So that that's just my thing. Hopefully, hopefully I said this last year, but hopefully this year will be the year that listen. Okay. I know that you're a worker. I could keep you. Uh, I gave you three years. I don't see the improvement. Sorry, God, let you go. Bring somebody because with uh, with as many brats as there are in the group, there has to be somebody. That was the conversation. Who is? Yep. There has to be somebody who is 
proficient in every piece of stuff that you want to, that you want to do. Excuse me. Mm. So, party planner. There should be somebody who's proficient in that who can help you. Just say, listen, this is my structure. This is how I get shit done when I plan a party. Because at the end of the day, this is a big party, right? Right. So when I plan a party, these are the, the first thing that I have to do is venue. Right. Then I have to figure out cost, value. Then I have to figure out what I can give them for the cost and what right. that cost. What gonna, yeah, what they're getting. Right. So mm-hmm. I know that there's a roadmap because I don't do party playing. I don't know what it is, right. but I know that there is a specialist in every area that you need to plan a successful reunion in this group. Somewhere you know in ninety eight hundred. Oh, you got a you need a website. There's a web guy. There's somebody right. who's a specialist in doing web stuff. Oh, well your 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 stuff is not reaching as as far as it could because the uh the uh the uh the back marketing end of the website career. stuff ain't right or your marketing mm. ain't right. Well, mm. you know, we got somebody who, there's a brat who does marketing and they can give you these tips or tell you how to figure this out to help you get further reach or your SEO, your search engine optimization isn't right. Well, there should be a brat out of these 10,000 who does this for a living who can say, you right. know what, let me take a look at the back end and see what your SEO settings look like or what you have in there to help you reach more people, to get you further up the you know, the, the search engine um, algorithms. I can't imagine that out of 10,000 people, nobody knows how to do anything. <laughs> and that we have to, and there's nothing wrong with getting people on board who have to learn to do it. Right. But when you have to force them to learn and they want it to be on board, then that's the issue that I have. But that's just me coming from a, a, a structured environment, right. like always structure. Right. Always, there's always a structure to everything. Nothing is happenstance. Nothing happens just by accident. Yeah, There's a structure to everything. Mm-hmm. And I think once once you're able to outline that structure, this shit will be so easy you'll be able to yeah. do it while you're asleep. You know what I mean? Because people mm-hmm. will take pride in their part of the project. Right, right, right. And be like, okay, so now we yeah. know to build the car, I need to get tires. So I need to get a tire manufacturer on board. I need to get somebody right. who can do upholstery. I need to get somebody who can work with metal. I need to get an electronics person. I need to get, you know, somebody who knows, you know, um, whatever, engine components. The the different parts of a factory to put it together. Right. And then all we got to do is come together and be like, okay, you know, I got the tires. I got this. And they're like, oh, you know, those tires are good, but they might be a little bit too wide. No problem. I got this tire. We already, I specialize in tires. I can fix that with no problem. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? This is how I look at stuff. Like, yo, if you're a professional in what you do, there should be nothing that you're faced with that you can't overcome or automatically have an answer to. Right. It's crazy. But, hey, it is what it is. There you go. Right now, I'm tired. My larynx, larynx, whatever the fuck it is, is, I got to take some medicine. You got to go gargle. I do got some mouthwash I got to gargle with, and I got to take two more pills. Two more of these pills to get this disease out of my body. That way I can... uh, Get well and get back to the gym. Yeah. So I'm coming to see you. I'm yeah, right. Bust your ass. Late, 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 late. Hey, 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 Blake. 
Ahí, bye, bye. Oh, I have to stop that because I meant to say, I meant to tell you, I guess we lost another female podcast. podcast. Oh. No response. Uh, I, okay. I know one reached out to me and I told her I would get with you. When? But, Who? Well, don't uh, say her name, but when was this? Uh, it was on the email. It was on the email. Was this the one from the uh, Instagram live? Because I responded to somebody. I who, so. Huh? I think so. Yeah, I didn't get a response yet. Mm, okay, I'll find out. Well, why should you have to? See, this is my nah. problem. Okay, never mind. I'm done. Say no more. You know what I'm saying? That's the issue that I have. If, if they want to do it, yeah. Quit right. Up, let them follow up. If I had a million dollars and I said, yo, I'm giving out a million dollars, I would only have to say that one time. Right. <laughs> Where I got to be? And then, you when know. you giving it out? You know what will happen? Up here. I could I'm give fine. away that one million dollars and tell people I gave away that one million dollars and I would still have people asking me, how could I get the one million dollars? <laughs> I saw that we had uh, somebody I thought they won the contest last week too. It was close, but yeah, um, yeah they were off. They were kind of way off. I think it was a way, guess. They were, that, that, I don't. They were. They were. They were. They must have been uh, um, listening to the podcast, but like fast forwarding through it real quick. Uh, or maybe they were watching. Oh, I don't know. But it was. It was a good guess. But it was crazy because the answer was so easy. Um, the answer was super. When easy. I saw when I saw what the question was, mm-hmm. when I heard what the question was on the video that you did, right? I was like, oh, okay. We only talked about that was yeah, it was kind of simple. But that, yeah, that, again, what you're hearing, and what well, you're reading, and then but you know how but you know how but you know me, I wasn't gonna make it super easy, right? So you had to have listened beforehand. Because the information uh, wasn't available even, within that first could, hour. You could have Googled that. Um, could have Googled No, no, the question. No, you couldn't. You said the two, if, I, if I'm not mistaken. Right. It had to do with the two um, religions. I didn't say Mormons, religions, but I didn't say religion. religion. No, no. Okay. The question was, um, we talked about uh, witnessing the birth of this, of, of two of these. Okay. What was it and what were their names? Okay, so was it was it Mormons and Scientists, whatever? Right. That, 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 but the that issue word. but the question was you would have to listen to know. Okay. Because okay. the question was we witnessed the birth of two of these. What was it? What we witnessed the birth of two of what and what were their names? Right. So if you didn't listen, there's no there's no Well, yeah, you had to listen. Right. right. And like I said it was a, it was my, my whole thing was you <clears throat> it was so, eh, I'm not going to say simple. It was it easy was because point, we listened yeah. and because we did well, it. Right. That too. But cause like we, and we, it was really simple because we didn't go into like, there was two out of 10. Right. It was like the two things. It was a straightforward question. Yeah. And the, the, the thing, the, the genius in that was that that information was about at the 35 minute mark. So if you only started to listen when I posed the question, then it was a very good chance that you would lose because had somebody listened, they would have known immediately or would have remembered in the podcast where we talked about that. Right. And fast forwarded to it. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. We're still looking for a female host to help us not do shit like this, which is go two hours long. <laughs> right. So, yeah, I if, looked at my watch like, damn. Yeah, I'm looking damn, at the timer like, oh, shit, right it's like now. 158, right. 33 seconds. But my deal is... um. <sighs> 
I don't know what it, I I guess people and this is part of the frust not frustration, but this is part of the um this is part of the reason why um I'm just like, you know what? Forget it. This is why I'm so short tempered. Not short tempered, but just so short. Patience. Yeah, my patience is like, okay. You know what you listened, you liked it, you kind of think you want to do it. And then I tell you what it takes, which is not a lot, but it's but I give out a lot of information. Like, yo, if you think you want to be serious, then maybe you want to do X, Y, and Z. But if you're not going to be serious, then you could do it with just X. Yep. Still make it happen. And still make it happen. And you'll be able to transform the X, Y, and Z. Right. Maybe if you love it, because you might not like it. Right. But you know what? Let's see if you like it, and let's set up a test session. Oh, you can't do that either? Like, that's it's almost like a slap in the face. Mm. And so uh, rather than being upset, because for me, I've wasted more time letting you know what we need and I feel like it's disrespectful that you don't even that that people don't even write back and say, you know what, it's not what I thought it was, and it's not for me. Right. Instead, they just go bury hanging. themselves into a tunnel yeah. and disappear. They're that to hanging. me is just so it's so cowardice, cowardly. Cow is it's such a punk move. I don't but even would know what other way to say it. I by not responding back. Right, just saying no, no, thank you. Right, I thought, like you just said, like no, thank you. I yeah, I don't have an hour. I can't give you an hour in a quiet room mm. once a week. Right. I don't have that kind of time. I can understand that if somebody said that. If I send all this shit out and then they said, "Oh yeah, I don't have an hour to give you," I could totally understand that. Or when somebody, because you can't really, what what else can you say? You can't say I don't have a pair of earbuds with a microphone on it. I don't buy that. You can't tell me that you don't have internet or mobile service on your phone. I don't buy that either. Hmm. What you can tell me is that you know what? I didn't know I needed an hour in a quiet room on a Wednesday night. I don't have it. Right. You know, I can't give you that. Okay, great. Yeah. Thanks for playing. Right. Well, can you do it on a Thursday? Well, let me let's see. Right. Can we, but can I even say that. First? I'm I like, yeah, I'm we, just we, saying, because you know what I do? Like mm-hmm. I got class. Well, right. Just hit me up and let me know we're gonna be if we're gonna pod tonight or we're not gonna pod tonight. Whatever. I mean, the the simple end all be all communicate. Right. If you started the communication, right. end the communication, mm-hmm. close it out. You know what I'm saying? And the crazy part so. is that somebody out there listening like, yo, these guys need a moderator or need somebody to keep them on track. On track, right. And they're either too afraid to say something or yeah, I don't know what the other thing is because I'm not afraid of anything. So mm-hmm. I don't know what the other part is. It is what it is. But listen, all I could do is ask what I do, but I ask this in addition if we reach out to you and you say you're interested and then you get the, you know, the email that tells you everything that we do and what we need and you're not interested, at least hit us back and say thanks but no thanks. Mm. Close it out. Blake, 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 Blake. Hey, 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 Blake. I'm not going to say anything. Your home, your homeboy, and mine.